0: Hey, this is Ryan Dungy, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show.
1: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Brittany Chisholm. You're listening to the Moto X Pod Show.
2: What's up? We are back. Another episode of the Moto X Pod Show this week, episode two seventeen. Got a great lineup. We got Justin Cooper from Star Racing coming on. Kayla Mead, she is the Honda Racing Communications Manager. Uh, Derek Kelly tr- check in, and Jay Reynolds from Hoosier Arena Cross is going to jump on just for a minute. So it's going to be a fun show. We're just a couple weeks away from A one, Scotty. But before we talk about anything, got to talk about our sponsors, Cherry's USA is our title sponsor, and you guys know for decades that Cheruby's USA has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories. For products that fit perfect, look great and last, the Cherubis has what you need. Whether it's full plastic kits, individual pieces, handguards, chain guides and sliders or anything else they offer, visit USA.com and support our title sponsor. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram and let them know we are listening. Also on board, Race Tech, which is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. Visit Racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Also, Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Works Connection, Torque One Racing, R-Jerky, Lords Graphics and Jersey ID, Shock Socks, Williams Moto Works, Extreme Colors, Blood Lubricants, Power Band Racing, and True Fusion Sports. All on board. Really, really, really appreciate all of our sponsors. Excuse me. Scotty, what's up?
0: What's going on, man? What's happening?
2: Not much, man. Uh, excited to get into the show. Uh like I said, shoot, next week is when I fly out, yeah. dude. A one's right down the road.
0: It's cool. Like it's almost like Christmas happens twice. Like Christmas hits you get oh, the family I and Christmas was nothing. Yeah, not like compared to A one. No, yeah. Heck
2: no, man. I am excited about A one. I'm excited to meet Nick and Trent face to
0: face for the first time. Oh, I didn't realize that y'all had never met in person. No,
2: man. And uh, they are. I hate to tell them. I know Nick's listening. I don't know if Trent is. They are not my favorite Australians. I love those guys, but you know Moose is my guy. Yeah, He's one of the f- coolest per- people I ever met. He sent us this awesome care package, which I did a video on Instagram. I don't know if any of the camera angles show the stack of Tim Tam sitting here, here and the Cadbury uh, chocolate that he sent.
0: Um. No. The main. If if you see the main screen, if you see. Yeah. It, uh... Well. They're, this put, whole stack of everything is uh, all Tim Tams. Yeah, so
2: put, put the camera back on me for just a minute okay. for those on YouTube. This is one individual package of Tim yes. Tams. He sent about 40 of these different flavors. Yeah, you can,
0: you can see the pile next to me yeah, here. It's uh, uh, huge.
2: Stacks of Cadbury. His son apparently made this killer uh, custom Darth Vader thing for me out of a uh, uh, 3D printer. Oh, that's three D printed. That's what Moose said. That's so. That's awesome. I, I love this thing. Uh, and we're gonna, in honor of Moose, we're gonna open this package of Murray River Salted Caramel Tim Tams. Okay. I'm gonna eat one, and I'm gonna tell you how good they are.
0: And then, and then bad? I'm gonna eat one and tell no, you how good, no, and then co- no. confirm right. You misunderstood how this works. <laughs> um, Tim Tams, man, so you can't. That's that's like that's I know like eating gold. on air
2: isn't cool. But we're going to eat on air. Yeah,
0: we got uh, okay. to. Sorry, reach over everybody. hand
2: this to you before we get into our show. So, all right. I usually like these things refrigerated. If you guys can't stand the sound of chewing on air, I'll step back from the mic a little bit.
0: No, I'm going to eat it right yeah, on the fine. mic. Here we go.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. What? Salted. What? This is one million percent better. I just spit food on my mic. Better than Vegemite yeah how the hell do the same people eat both those things why would you ever eat Vegemite
0: I just my thing was is I can understand if it's like a delicacy but like what would you use it on because they told us buttered toast but that was not the answer well
2: I think they they melt it I don't know dude I don't even care
0: but if you're listening
2: to this if you're not watching on YouTube I'm sorry it's almost done it's like skip ahead 30 seconds
0: it's like a it's like a Twix in a Kit Kat in a cookie, so much better all the time. in the all in the I'm same spot. Wash it
2: down with my good old fashioned Texas sweet tea. I oh,
0: thought you didn't like sweet tea.
2: No, I do. I, I mean, it's barely sweet tea. It's more like sugar water. Yeah, the tea is really. See, good I'm for coloring.
0: I'm real hardcore. I'll drink unsweet tea.
2: That's not hardcore. That's like dumb. Like TJ is with his food. <laughs> what is the point?
0: It caffeine.
2: Anyway, Trent Meyer just texted me. Seven more days till we are there. Yeah, boy, I'm ready. I can't wait. Okay, big show to get, well, I don't know if it's a big show, it's going to be a good show to get into, we got about 10 minutes before start time, thank their sponsors, I thank Moose, Moose, you rule, dude, Um, you had a topic, did you prepare for that at all, you mentioned it, but I don't know if we,
0: I'm pulling it up right now, okay, let's
2: get into that before we get into our show, and uh, yeah, talk for a second,
0: give me like five
2: seconds, uh, talk for a second, so, we're gonna have Justin Cooper on, like I said tonight. Star Racing. We don't know what coast he's racing. People are assuming he's defending his championship. Uh, I've kind of heard rumors that that might not be the case. I don't know. We're not gonna ask him. Star Racing is pretty adamant. They don't want to release that yet. And uh, I'm not gonna put him in that position because I already know from the team that they do not want. They're not. They're not ready to discuss it. So there's no reason to get it. Ask Justin and put him in that position. He can't say anyway. So, we'll find out when we find out. I mean, it is what it is, uh, but I'm excited. to. For the, I'm, I think I'm more excited for the 250 start anyway, just the beginning. There's some guys I'm really excited about seeing. Uh, it, but I'm ready. I just can't wait, dude. I don't know. I, I'm ready to get out there. I'm more excited, honestly, about hanging out with the boys. Yeah, that That's going to be a lot of fun Well, I mean, Thursday, Friday, Monday. You,
0: you've been to an A1 a couple times. A yeah. couple of times. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so... But, yeah, it's, everybody's going to be extra hyped because it hasn't happened in two years or yeah. a year.
2: Well, yeah, there's no way. You know, all the the new team setups and everything, and that's always just so cool. Media Day Friday is going to be a blast. Nick uh,
0: said Vegemite on Wheat Bix. I don't even know what that uh, is.
2: Yeah, it's some other weird Australian thing. And that probably is good. The Vegemite sucks.
0: <laughs> that was rough. All right, what's, okay. your, what's your topic? Okay, so my topic that I, wanted to, I just kind of wanted to see, uh, going off of based off of the... Top 10 and 450 results season ending last year. Yep. Who you think moves up the most and moves down the most. So I'm going to list uh, off the top 10 real quick. And, and you're going to give me. Like a
2: particular coast? No, this is 450. Oh, you said 450. Why yeah. Right, okay. So
0: Coop, Coop, Ken.
2: I need to make notes.
0: Coop, Ken, Tomac, Barsha,
2: Plessinger. Man, you're going to have to go a little slower for me, dude. Tomac. Okay. Coop was one. Yeah. Ken I, I, I'm second. with you there. I'm through the first three. Okay.
0: Barsha got fourth. AP got fifth, Mookie got sixth, Dylan Fernandez got seventh. <laughs> we already know what I said about him. A, 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 uh, Jason Anderson got eighth, uh, Muskin got ninth, and Savachi got tenth. So who who moves up the most and who moves down the most, position wise?
2: <laughs> Dylan moves up the most because I got him winning. So, so that's so what,
0: seven to one. Six, six p- spots. Six, he's six spots. So that's your biggest one. Okay. Yeah,
2: and then sorry Nick, but Joey's going to m- drop the most. Because AC is going to move up,
0: Joey's going to drop from ten more than well more than two to three spots.
2: Eh, maybe not. Well, I don't think. Let me look. Okay, I don't think anybody else is going to drop two or three really. Um, Dylan's going to move up. Jason's going to move up. Adam's going to move up. Um, yeah, dude. I. Whoo. Yeah, I think of those guys. I think Joey drops the most. I think Cooper stays in two. That's tough. Tomac three probably. Dylan one. Sticking with that man. Maybe Barsha drops a couple. I'm going with Joey, well, dude. I think I hate to say it because I, I like I, Joey, but I, I think he drops.
0: I guess it can I guess it's kind of not fair because he's not technically in the top ten. But I say that would. I guess mine would, that would move up the most would be AC, but he's not well, on there. Yeah but, so, uh, yeah, but on the list, my is that my move up is the same amount of positions that your move up is, but it's Muskan to third. Okay. I think that he's gonna. Be a lot more consistent this year, and I think he's going to kind of end up hanging in there and all of a sudden be in that third spot towards uh, the end of the year.
2: I think Jason beats Moose again. You think? Yeah, I do. Really? I think no, Jason's, Jason's going to be fire this year.
0: Someone someone said uh, number 17 every day of the week. Uh, yeah, I don't see how he could fall down. Like that dick? Yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and um,
2: I don't think anybody else would say that. I guess... Nick, my boy, Nick Nack, Patty Whack.
0: I guess my move, damn That's that's hard it's to hard, move right? down. I, I hate
2: the preview stuff. I hate it when when people like in the years past. I've been like, hey, do the preview show with us, you know, whether it be Moto Limited or, or Moto Spot, and I'm like, I don't know. I could make a case for everybody. It's so it's just guessing and having fun with it. And I'm going Dylan, Coop, Tomac. Your top three, or no, you know what? I, I'm not even set on that. Dylan, Tomac, AC if ac's healthy there's there's a little bit of you know we know he hurt his wrist yeah but we don't know how bad he's kind of my like a he's on the fence for, I'm on the fence with him
0: I don't I don't necessarily th- like pick Roxon to be my title favorite but I he's gotten second or third like yeah, that's five true. years in a row dude, like
2: it really comes like are we are we assuming which won't happen everybody stays healthy right like, yeah, well then that's obviously
0: what, that's not gonna happen. That's why I think Mooskin and that's why I put Mooskin yeah, in third.
2: This is all based off of everybody stays healthy. You know, like obviously the guy Dylan could get hurt and then my whole thing is out the window, but you yeah, just don't know. So I don't know. I don't like the preview stuff. I just
0: I just thought I just thought it was a fun way to look at it.
2: It is a fun way to look at it, and I guess that's my that's who I'm going with. I am saying so, that Dylan moves up the most. most six five and box. I think Joey drops outside the top ten.
0: Yeah, but you think it's going to end only up drop
2: one technically and be eleventh? But
0: it's not a big drop. I, I don't. I maybe it started like when I started looking at that, it started getting mean to move anybody down because everybody deserves to be kind of in that talk. Like I don't see AP moving down more than two or three spots. Dude, I, think I see him AP mo- could move, move up, up. Move up one, yeah, yeah. And he could man? Did you? See, did you? See, I watched the uh, Supercross preview on MSU Sports. Yeah, I haven't got. I hadn't watched it. yet. Uh, dude, this weekend. I know everybody's talking about it, but. Mookie looks skinny. Mookie looks like James. Oh yeah, his I, I've never seen him. I've never seen his face look like that. He looks like oh nine James. It's crazy. Huh. He, his face looks chiseled. Yeah. I don't. He he just he looked. I I'm don't know. To
2: watch that tonight after the after the show. And
0: then everybody said he's he's dropped like twenty thirty pounds. I mean, who knows? Maybe this is. I don't know. I,
2: I I just I I know I'm I'm sort of hesitating here because it's so hard to I I think I think it's AC. If he's healthy makes a huge move up i just i think oh, it's yeah. time to start winning some races and I think he's if he's i believe he's gonna stay consistent
0: i think I was thinking about that earlier like i i just i don't I I, I I i optimistically I don't see how he could have another year where he didn't at least finish like if you're gonna yeah. you know if you're gonna play the odds game if you've had two in a row, the chances are you know. Third time, he's going to make it through one of these,
1: and it, <laughs> like, right? yeah, I mean, he's,
0: I mean, I feel like third time's a charm, you know. I mean, he he kind of needs to do something because the move from Anderson, I I know Anderson can on can he's one of those any given Saturday kind of guys, yeah. You, like he could be first, he could be tenth, he could be third. You don't really know where he's going to be, but you you got to think that Tomek leaving AC's the guy and Anderson's in that supportive cast role i i maybe you can kind of say they're more equal than a lot of people in those two roles would normally be right
2: right yeah i, I but, know what you're saying
0: well all of a sudden you know you're five six rounds in and anderson has been knocking off top three top fours and he's ahead of ac because he had one of those bad weekends i'm that's i that does not a good look and i and i love ac he's one of my favorites and i would love to I, it's time i want to see him do it it, 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 yeah, I, I
2: think Jason is more in the fight this year than in the past. And I think AC stays healthy and, and stays consistent. And, and, and the, we know what consistency does.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
2: going to be hard to be more consistent than Cooper generally is. Yeah. So those guys, I think, I, I think I, move up. I, I think AC and Jay, I know AC's not in the top 10 as you were trying to do this little.
0: Yeah, and well, and also another guy wasn't in there. That's a, that's a scary name too. I think that anybody says that they're not scared of this guy any given weekend is is lying. Is Sexton? Oh jeez, we yeah, didn't even say Chase. Sexton. You know, yeah. all, all of a sudden and, he finds yeah, a good Joe line definitely through.
2: Definitely drops a couple because Chase and AC finish above Mookie, above AP, and above Barsha. So I guess
0: I guess our biggest moves ups would be the guys that weren't necessarily inside the yeah, top ten. Yeah.
2: Dude, I totally forgot about Chase, which is crazy. So yeah, those guys like your top. <laughs> All right, I'm going Dylan, Cooper, AC, Tomac, Ken, Chase. I Jason Anderson. Gosh, dang, I can see like
0: I like technically like I'm I, just making shit I, up. I, technically right that like that could happen, but I I don't. Oh, that's you know that's not gonna how it's gonna end up.
2: You don't know that I don't know. Maybe I do know. <laughs> you got a crystal hey, ball hanging over yeah. around there. Let's take a, a quick commercial break, and we'll be right. We'll be back with uh, Justin Cooper.
1: What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Intecam. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic accessories, like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020. They are the proud sponsors of Red Bull Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, Hockey, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to aturbyusa.com or call 1-800-659-1440, and y'all better tell them Motorized Pajro sent ya.
2: Hey, Dad.
3: Great race.
1: Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to best dress, I wear X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm, and for almost a decade of my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand of my goggles.
3: Now, X-Brand goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to eksbrand.com or email darksidemx3 at aol.com for pricing.
1: What's up guys, this is Alex motherfucking <laughs> Ray.
2: All right, our first guest of the night, brought to you by Acherby's USA, our title sponsor for all your plastic needs. Hit up Acherby's USA tonight. Acherby's brings us the defending champ, Justin Cooper. What's up, dude?
3: How's it going, guys? Everything's well over here.
2: Yeah, you doing good, man? Florida life's just rocking and rolling.
3: Yeah, it's been tough, just getting settled in, but uh, everything's you know coming together, and it's been you know a good couple months now, so enjoying it, and uh, yeah, everything's going great so far.
2: Yeah, moving. Shoot, moving across town is not easy. Moving across the country, I haven't had to do that since I was a little kid, so I don't even know what the pressures are like. Like I just that's a lot, dude.
3: Yeah, it's just a lot of uh a lot of pieces, you know, that are getting moved around. So Yeah. Uh it's yeah, it's it's about as bad as it gets for moving. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad it's over with now. And, you know, everything's coming together here, like I said, and uh just uh, you know, getting used to Florida now.
2: That's cool, man. Yeah, it seems like it's where a lot of people are moving to. And uh, But before I get into the preseason stuff, quote-unquote the offseason, a lot of guys are posting on their social media, you know, where they're going on trips, and they're at the pool, or they're at the beach or whatever. I didn't see anything out of you, man. Did you take much of a break?
3: Uh, I I did, but at the same time, it was like, you know, getting everything across the country. So Yeah, okay. Um, took took a week or two off after the last race, obviously took, a you know, two weeks off from training, but it was, uh, it was a long haul across the country and it, you know, that was a lot in itself. So, um, you know, and as soon as you get over here, it's it, all the work begins again. So it's, uh, it's a tough move and, you know, it's kept me pretty occupied for the last <laughs> couple of months, honestly. Yeah. Still doing stuff around the house. So. I can uh, imagine
2: it and that never ends. It seems like, so yeah, it's, not much of an offseason. That kind of stinks. But, dude, we're, we're uh, a week and a half away from the start of the season. How do you feel mentally going into this after winning the championship? Does it feel any different than the previous years? Does it feel uh, more pressure, less pressure, same?
3: Uh, it's just different. Um, now I'm coming to a realization that, you know, I'm I'm moving up after this year no matter what, so uh well yeah was there last year won the championship and you know obviously expecting to do the same this year working hard to do the same this year and um yeah just everything feels a little bit better than last year I've I've matured a little bit more and I've gotten a little bit better on the bike I feel and feeling really good at the track and you know all that stuff has gone really well and uh, I had a really good off season on last year where I maybe rode three or four weeks before the season even started with all the injuries and you know it just uh, didn't go that well for me last year. So uh, for me to be able to have a full offseason this year and, you know, get that base that I missed last year, I think that's going to prove to be, you know, a lot better for me as the year goes on.
2: Yeah, that's that's scary for the competition. Uh,
3: I, I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
5: I hope right.
2: So. I, I like it.
0: Okay, so the the dynamic of the Star Racing team has kind of changed a little bit. Tomat came in. That's that's obviously been the biggest news. And then we've always known to for Mookie and AP to kind of be the personality guys. I just kind of wanted to know how the how the vibe at Star has kind of changed. Is it a more serious vibe? Have you kind of noticed a difference? To so just kind of go over those those aspects a little bit.
3: Yeah, and Will left. Will left. Yeah. yeah just what is it?
0: Is what's the feel like around the around the team?
3: You know what? You guys make a good point with all that, but when we show up at the track, there's about 30 people there. Like it's, (laughs) uh, it's such a big team and everyone's just there. It's like, you know, you still have those people that are just like spicing things up and, you know, it's, it's always a lot of fun at the track. There's always a lot of people to, you know, communicate with. And, you know, we all have still have a good time. So it's, uh, the vibes are good still. And, um, it's just, yeah, like I said, a whole lot bigger team and, you know, we all have fun with it though.
2: Yeah, do you like having more people around? You know, some guys, like like Eli Tomac, right, he generally likes to be at his place. It's just him and his dad, maybe one or two, you know, maybe, maybe J-Mart's there or whatever. I don't think he's a guy that wants 30 people around necessarily. How do you feel about that?
3: I think I think he likes it because it hasn't been that way for him for so long, and he's actually gotten to ride with people now, but – yeah i can't speak for him but for myself i i enjoy it i um you know the tracks get rougher there's uh you know more people to just ride with and uh, i don't really like to go out there and do motos like by myself maybe once in a while it's cool, but now it's definitely fun to you know push with your teammates and you know make sure you're doing your job and trying to get better so i mean i've i've come to know that as my training regimen. I've had that for the last few years with different teammates and just keeping it going, but um yeah, riding by myself is is cool, but you know, not something I'd like to do all the time.
2: Yeah, I've always, you know, I've only been doing this media thing for a few years now, but like since I started doing it, most of the guys ride with somebody else. But like James Stewart was on Pulp last week and he talked about like I can't, you know, basically I can't believe these guys do this. You know, I would never, basically, I would never have rode with Ricky or Chad in they're afraid of showing what they have. I don't know, you know, whatever the mentality is. For me personally, like, if I was, like, I want other people around, I want people that I like to be around, it would make it more fun. Just riding by yourself would suck after a while.
3: Yeah, I feel like if you're James Stewart, though, you have way too much to give away I guess. to your competition. Like, you're so far ahead that, like, any like the only time he wants to be on the track with someone is at a race when he has to be. But yeah, as far as me, I, I mean, I enjoy just trying to get better each day. I'm I'm not doing anything that's you know too secretive. Or, you know, <laughs> we're all we're all on the same page pretty much as yeah. racers. So yeah, I like so. that.
0: Yeah. It's kind of a different day and age now too. You oh, yeah. you to be able to do what you need to do on the weekend because James and them would start 18th and work the way up to second maybe first. But now you have to. Be at that level on the practice day in order to be able to be even be relevant on race day because everybody's so tight. So I, well, I think that is a lot, a lot of the reason why y'all have the best thing going on right now because there's seven eight guys that are all technically com- contenders and y'all get to ride with each other every day. I've, it's gonna it's hard to replicate that.
3: Yeah, exactly. I think that's kind of where we're at in this era, like back then before kind of social media, they could kind of get away with it and do their own thing and kind of be I guess in a way secretive of like, you know, no one really knew how they were until A1. And that's, you know, it's obviously still like that, but people have ideas like they see each other at the practice tracks and all that. I think back then it was it was more like work as hard as you can and and show up to A1 and you should be better than everyone else because you've been hiding that for so long, I guess. Right.
2: Yeah. It's just weird. I think again, never been anywhere near your, your level, but to have Christian and Jamar and you know, the, the, all the cold guys that are the same level as you pushing you and going, Oh, okay. You know, and sharing, like you say, sharing information, lit pro, all that stuff, you can pick up on things and, and and they would push you like you you're gonna get they always say you got to ride with faster people to get faster that's what I'm told all the time by my producer
0: yeah yeah <laughs> I've just, heard it
2: <laughs> yeah anyway that's another story but like I, I would think that just benefit you like if you were riding with I don't know pick a a C like a guy that's barely making the mains right if you were riding with one of those guys just you and and I don't want to name anybody but pick somebody and and that's all you're riding with he's not pushing you. He's not catching you or he's not in front of you and you're catching him. It it just, I don't know. I, I think the team situation, the way it is right now with star riding together, all that can do is elevate.
3: Yeah. And I feel like people are starting to realize that and other teams are starting to kind of replicate that. Cause we've been doing that for so many years now. and It's like everyone's trying to kind of hop on board with that. Like teammates are trying to start to ride together and yeah, it's, it's a it's a good move, but some people you know aren't for it. So it's it's I guess tough if if you aren't for it, it's not for you.
2: Right? How do you feel with the younger guys coming in? You're kind of the uh, the vet of the 250 class now yourself. Well, there's a couple of them, obviously Christian, but having like Levi come in and uh, you know Deegan and the other kids. Like, do you feel like that you have something to teach those guys a little bit, like to give some pass some knowledge down? Or do you feel like you're still the young guy? You know, how does it feel being, I mean, to me, you're a vet in the 250 class now.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is my last year. Sean. Yeah. This is the whole new year. You're going to be able to call me that. So true, if true. I'm not a vet <laughs> yeah. now, I'm, I'm never going to be. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as far as that goes, you know, it's it's cool to see the younger guys coming up. I know when I was a rookie, AP helped me out a lot. and Nice. I'm I'm in my, my last year on 250, so uh, as far as like, you know, Deegan and Levi, I'm, I'm for sure helping them, you know, with what I can, I'm, I'm open to all their questions and I try to help with what I can. And that's cool. I feel like they're, cause I was, I've been there during that learning curve and they, I can teach them so much just about, you know, what they, what they struggle with. And it's, I've been there, I've, I've learned it and I've, you know, I've learned it from other people too. So it's yeah. uh it's the pass down the knowledge to them cuz you want to see them succeed as well.
2: Yeah, even the off-track stuff I think would probably be very important. I mean, those guys know how to ride a dirt bike, but when it comes to the new pressures of being on a team that size with that much expectation in the pro ranks, the media stuff, the fa- you know, the the fans in the stands like that's all stuff that you have to learn too. It's not they don't know that yet. They may feel like they know it, but they don't know what it's really like to go pro. And then to race with so many guys, that this is what I always hear is at, at the amateur level, Deegan may race one or two or three guys at his level, but when he moves up, when he gets to this level, now it's everybody's at your level. So there's a lot of new stuff. So yeah, that's really interesting and, and good that they would have you to talk to.
3: Exactly. Like I remember my last year amateur, I was I was pretty much womping the A class, like wherever I went. Yeah. And, and then I went to Unadilla and I was like, okay, everyone's my speed. like in the top 15, at least. So it was like, kind of threw me off. And, you know, it's, it's important to get a good rookie year in, but like, you also have to, you know, prove yourself earlier or else you just get stepped on in the pro ranks, I feel. So Yeah,
5: exactly. you got to assert
3: yourself early and, uh, you know, it, it's tough. It's not, you know, everyone doesn't make it. We see it, we see it all the time and, uh, it's, it's definitely pretty cutthroat in our sport. I, I feel
2: you are right about that.
0: So um, we we had your had your boy Josh on last last show, um, and you know he's yeah. moving he's moving on to Tomac, which you got to be uh, proud of him for that. I mean, that's a big opportunity. But you know, so the fact that he's still on the team, the transition to your new mechanic, did you was it kind of? Did that gave you opportunity to where you really didn't even notice it was kind of seamless. Obviously, you have to get used to a new personality and everything, but as far as the bike stuff goes, it probably had, it, did it change at all?
3: Uh, the, no, like basically all the testing and stuff is done, you know, with the suspension guy and everything. So, uh, yeah, Josh was a really good mechanic and, uh, yes, yeah, definitely sad to see him go, but obviously, support you know, his decision and, you know, it's at the end of the day, he has to look out for himself too. It's not all about me, but uh, as far as my new mechanic, we, we found a guy that's, you know, just as good. Um, I'm sure. Many of you guys know, I'm Dan Castellew and oh, yeah. I think it's, oh, yeah. yeah, he's, he's on board with us and, uh, he's, you know, he's been around. He's, he's gone and done it all. And he's seen it all. He's got a lot of experience. And I think if not, he probably has more experience than than josh so um yeah again it was sad to see him go but um i've had a good month with my guy now and um yeah everything's he's also teach me some stuff like you know he has a different perspective on everything and it's uh it's kind of like a breath of fresh air you get to see you know what he thinks on certain. it's just a new combination maybe it'll work better maybe it'll work worse but uh as far as i know it's it's been working really good, and uh, I'm excited for the new year with him.
2: Yeah, I did not realize Mohead was your new guy. He's awesome, man. I love that guy.
3: Yeah, he he really is. He's uh he's all in for you. So um, I'm glad to have him on board, and uh, he's definitely you know teaching me some new stuff. So I'm I'm super excited about it. Yeah, he's he's a really positive
2: guy, an upbeat guy, a funny guy. I, I, yeah, you're gonna like him, man. I'm stoked. I, I I thought you were working with Duffy a little bit, which I I love Duffy too. Uh, but uh, yeah, Mohead's rad.
3: Yeah, they uh, they actually live together. So uh, okay, nice. Yeah, out here in Florida. So uh, they're they're good friends, and you know, we're us four with uh, Christian. We're all pretty pretty close so it's uh it's been a good few months for sure that's awesome
0: all right so we i had a couple of uh, listeners asked kind of the same question so going into this off season what was like the one thing that you kind of picked apart from your last season that you've worked on and approached the most is it something on the bike is something you do on the track is it racecraft just what's the one thing that you maybe lacked last year that you've uh, paid the most attention to this off season
3: hmm all right um so we we kind of we changed we haven't made a whole lot but we've changed uh the forks this year and uh i haven't really touched anything on suspension for like the last month i've been feeling really comfortable and uh you know just trying to get that base in but as far as um you know working on something we've been you know really focusing on the whoops this year i think uh I think many people know that hasn't been my strongest point. I've always like, you know, been working at the whoops and I've gotten like a lot better in them, especially last year. But, uh, as far as like this year, I've, I've definitely made a lot more progress and, you know, I'm feeling like the whoops is like one of my stronger points on the track now, which is, you know, a big, big boost for me going into this year. And, uh, it's just good to, uh, you know, find that comfort in them. That's
2: scary, man. If he he's got more prep, he's better in the whoops. It's it's scary for the competition, Scotty.
0: Yeah, you know that was kind of one of the questions I had in my head, or maybe not even really a question. It's just, I mean, you're you're kind of the, you mean not kind of you're you're the guy to me. Like I I fully think that you're the guy to beat. You obviously are because you have you know the, the number one plate. But you know I I, th- I think that you have to have that mindset that maybe. Is probably a little different than you've gone into past seasons with, because I mean, you, you definitely are one of the guys.
3: Yeah, I mean, I proved to be a, a champion last year, but that's like you can't settle on that. You gotta, yeah. you're not, you're not perfect. I mean, once you get in the 450 class, they're gonna make sure that you know where you're weak. So, <laughs> uh, just trying, I'm honestly trying to prepare for the 450 class and just uh, trying to, you know, use this off season to obviously prepare for, you know, this next 250 season, but also getting ready to what I'm going to, you know, get into in that 450 class. So just trying to really work on all my weak points, um, that I've, I've struggled with in the past, trying to make them, everything really, you know, strong. So I'm ready to go when I, when I jump on that 450.
2: Have you spent any time on a 450?
3: Uh, no, I'm actually, uh, trying, trying to get on one, but, uh, yeah, we'll we'll probably have to wait till till next year to hop yeah. on one of those cars. It, it would be fun, but yeah, just probably running out of time.
2: Yeah, it's, when we were talking to Jelly a couple of weeks ago, I was like, "Hey, man, you know, it it could work out. We don't know if Eli's staying or not. Like, you could move up next year and be right back with your boy Josh."
3: Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's 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 a good point. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sure Eli will stick around.
2: You think you think he'll do more than one?
3: I uh, I think so, especially if he's winning. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. We were just talking about like who we think is gonna do better in the four fifty class than last year, who's gonna do a little worse. He like Scotty just gave me the top ten at the start of the show, and who do you think is gonna move up the most? Who do you think is gonna move down the most? And yeah. I'm on record, I've been on record for a couple months saying I I'm taking Dylan for the championship. Man, I'm just I think that's that's my who I'm going with. And I'm not I'm not dropping it, I'm not changing it, I'm sticking with Dylan. But yeah, Eli's uh, gonna be good. Is a
0: hint hint at asking uh Justin if there's what he's seeing from Ferrandis. I'm sure everybody,
2: everybody's flying at <laughs> that track. Flying. We already know that.
3: Yeah, everyone everyone's looking really good. I think, yeah, Ferrandis has a good he has a you know, good heart. Yeah. Like he he never gives up. And I think Eli just has that fresh air that he's you know been looking for. He's got a new team and you know, new motivation. So I think he's gonna come out fire and he they both look, you know, really, really good at the test track. Yeah. It, it's it's going to be exciting to watch for sure. Uh, you got any, anything uh, else, Daddy?
0: Yeah, I do. Uh, so, all right, be honest, man. Who had, a, who had a better Christmas, your dog or your girl? <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, Probably about the same. <laughs> they, wow. they get spoiled, eh?
2: Yeah. yeah, okay. As long as they both got spoiled, it wasn't yeah. just like, oh, well, you know, a couple chew toys for him, you know, a little candy for her. Yeah. As he, long as you went all out, dude.
3: Yeah, yeah yeah i just I,
0: you know, I, i'm sorry i was thinking about that earlier i couldn't help myself
2: <laughs> uh hey i want to ask you a little bit about being from new york uh how i don't how far away from the city new york city did you grow up
3: um about 45 minutes east
2: so did you spend much time going to new york city and this is just way off moto i'm just curious but i've never been and like i really want to go the city seems so cool just wanna know what it was grow like growing up so close to New York City.
3: Yeah, it's honestly I've probably been there about ten times. It's super chaotic and it's yeah. just super busy all the time. But you know, I've always you know, I've gone to see the uh the Times Square and you know, the they do a big Thanksgiving day parade with like yep. the the big balloons and all that. So you know, I've gone and seen all that stuff. It's uh it's definitely a unique place to see, but uh it's definitely super busy, so
2: yeah, so but it wasn't like a you know every other weekend you and your buddies because I guess you were racing all the time so you couldn't really do that.
3: Yeah, no, it was kind of just stay on the island. It was yeah, you didn't really want to go in there. It was just too busy. See, I,
2: I, I mean, being a music guy and like I want to go down and check out the 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 clubs and you know and the the music venues and just the the nightlife. I think that'd be really. I don't know. I've never been. Like I said, I just I, I kind of have a I guess a. Uh, not a what's the word i'm looking for like a, an idea of what it's like from what you see on tv and here and i just i don't know I, th- I think it'd be cool to be right
3: there no i think it'd be really cool as well i yeah. I moved off the island when i was 18 so obviously i didn't get to see any of the nightlife stuff gotcha or, but uh yeah definitely would uh like i'm gonna have to try it at some point so yeah yeah definitely I mean, I, definitely would i wouldn't go against it for sure awesome Go ahead Scotty. All right, so
0: we, we talked about improving the off-season on on motocross stuff. How how has the off-season improved your golf game? Oh god. Are
2: we back? <laughs> why why do you all? Oh, never
0: mind. Hey, we you had a, we I'm... had a I'm sorry, sorry Justin. I had to defend myself. We had listeners mention golf. Everybody like and that. I told them that I said side gets pissy when I bring up golf. I just got to, learn to, want to do it just gotta go learn to play.
3: <laughs> That's all there is to it. All right, I'm quiet. You know, right. I'm not, I'm definitely not good at golf. I I We'll probably if if we play nine holes, I'd shoot like fifteen over. <laughs> like that's kind of where I'm at. I'm having I'm okay. a lot of fun with Hey, but, that's
0: that's a that's a right around a fifty. You know, I'm shooting under hundred. That's that's not is not that, playing is that golf. Good? I mean, shooting, that's decent? they say they they say that like eighty percent of golfers don't break a hundred. Really? Yeah. If you're playing like real rules, yes. Okay. So if you're breaking hundred, you know you're. Top 20% of the yeah, world.
2: Right. Well, Justin, I know I told you 20 minutes, man, so I'm going to let you go. I appreciate you having some time for us. Uh look forward to seeing you. I, we we don't know which coast yet, but I look forward to whatever coast you're racing on. I'll be at the start of each, ra- each round, so I'll be at Mini and A1. So at some point, I will see you, and I look forward to it.
3: Hey, man, I'll see you on the
2: line. All right, buddy, be safe, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. All right, thanks, all right, guys. See ya. see ya. Justin Cooper. Yeah. That was good, man. He's fun, dude. Like, we've talked to him before about, like, people have a an idea of what type of person he is because when he's on the podium, maybe he doesn't show a ton of personality. Right. But he really is. If you get around him one on one and get to visit with him, he's a pretty funny guy. He laughs a lot. He jokes. He, he's a cool guy. I yeah, like him.
0: I, he, it's interesting. He's kind of, uh, He's kind of quiet and reserved and yes and, and it's kind of a a not not a big it's kind of a flat line of emotion it doesn 't really go up or down yeah, yeah but yeah. but at the same time don't let that fool you because he's giving you very good detailed thoughtful insightful uh content and he's he's actually involved even though he kind of gives you the appearance that he's not and and I like that I like that he's reserved, but he's still a man of the people at the same time. He's, yeah. he's kind of a hybrid of a lot of like, maybe your AC and then your toe you know? Yeah, that's fair. I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I liked it. He's a good interview.
2: He's a good interview. And it, dude, I talking to these guys and I've said this a bunch of times, a couple hours before showtime. I'm like, man, I just, I'm not super motivated to the show right now. We're not racing. I've got other stuff on my mind, but as soon as we start talking, to these guys—I know—start getting like fired up. Four minutes, racing.
0: I can, I can feel it. I, I can. I don't know Cannot if it's the Red wait. Bull I always drink kicking in, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe the Tim Tams.
0: Tim Tams. Yeah. Hey, that 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 caramel, sh- that caramel. Yeah, rush. Where's that
2: box at, man? I'm gonna have to eat some more during the next commercial break. Uh, it's right let's there. <laughs> take our next commercial break, and we'll be right back with Kayla Mead. We all know engine oil is the lifeblood of our machines. That's why you need Blood Lubricants for the highest level of performance and protection. Manufactured here in the USA and designed to handle the heat and humidity. Blood lubricant oil lines such as Pro Elite Series, Pro Series, and the new Scorpion Blood will exceed all your needs. Whether you race moto, sprint cars, side-by-sides, or anything else, Blood Lubricants has you protected. Tests have shown the engines can run up to 30 degrees cooler while using blood. Just ask Chris Kiefer. BJ, TJ, and I trust Blood Lubricants in our machines so you can too. Go to bloodlubricants.com to order today. Don't forget to check out their chain lube, two stroke premix, polyclean, and many other products. Use promo code MOTOX to support the Moto X Pod Show.
0: Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Berm Motorsports. It's Shock Socks, the number one 10 second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the burrmotorsports.com webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of Shock Socks today.
2: If you're anything like me you remember in the late 80s and the 90s all the cool custom painted helmets jeremy mcgrath damon bradshaw jeff emick all the top riders showed their style and personality with a custom painted helmet i was always envious i mean i knew i'd at least look faster with a custom lid now you too can be like your favorite riders be one of the cool kids kirk hunter from extreme colors has been painting helmets since 1998 and has you covered for only $395, you can have a one of a kind professional paint job on your lid. Contact Kirk Hunter at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com and follow them on Instagram at, at Extreme Colors. That's X T R E M E K O L O R S. Extreme Colors. Be the envy of all your friends and contact Extreme Colors today. Let them know that the Moto X Pod Show sent you, as always. All right, we are back, and our next guest is brought to you by Racetech, which is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning gold valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Visit Racetech.com for info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Tonight, Racetech brings us a first-time guest. She is the Honda, Honda Racing Communications Manager, Kayla Mead. What's up, Kayla hello how's it going it's going good uh glad to get you on finally it's been a little yeah. while uh, I, I guess the last time I saw you was at the uh the jet Lawrence championship party at top golf yep <laughs> that was fun that was great it's, night <laughs> yeah it was yeah you were having a good time we had some good food some uh, fajitas that's what I like the best yep yeah that was definitely
6: uh that was one for the books uh, you know that was well, it celebration, I think, for everyone, especially Jet, but the team in general. Uh, everyone had a good time. So,
2: Yeah, it's funny. So I want to get into your background stuff, but that particular weekend, I was yeah. during the race on Saturday at Hangtown. I was probably, I don't know, 50 feet, 60 feet from Team Honda, yourself and everybody else. Uh-huh. And I was not really watching the race. I was watching Team Honda <laughs> because Jet would go down. And you guys would freak out and like the emotions of all of you was very entertaining. And I was like, I can watch the race later on TV. I'm only going to get to see this once. So that was pretty cool. Like talk about the emotions of that particular day.
6: Oh my God. Um, yeah. Jet put us through a ringer for sure. That yeah. day.
2: <laughs> and it's funny, you know, when we talked to him recently, he's like, yeah, I was fine. I didn't, I wasn't worried at all.
6: Yeah. 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 He wasn't worried. Yeah. We were, uh, I honestly don't think i was breathing the whole race <laughs> to be honest um yeah i mean all of us it was a nail biter it was it was insane um you know even the week leading up to it uh that day in general was just we knew it was going to happen we knew we were going to you know take that home but you know you don't want to jinx it so but uh yeah watching him and of all races. I'm like, why are you riding like
2: this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's just having I'm fun. Like,
6: what is going on? Yeah. Uh, I think afterwards, though, I joked with him. I'm like, you did it on purpose, didn't you? And he's like, yeah, of course.
2: Like, okay. <laughs> all right, well, let's back up. So Honda Racing Communications Manager, what I believe you do, and I'm going to let you tell us in a minute, is you, you deal with uh, scheduling of the riders, people like myself, media relations, uh, and maybe social media stuff. But what is your, what is, what are all your duties?
6: Yes. So I actually, I wear quite a few um, different hats, if you will. Okay. Um, Primarily, yes. I handle all the PR um, for Team Honda HRC. So that's, you know, events, interviews, stuff with the riders, Um, not even the riders though, the team as well, Um, actually handle a lot of logistics for the team, Um, you know, information. I book all the hotels travel stuff, um, things like that. So I do a lot of courting for the team. Um, and then come, you know, race season, it's a lot of keeping everyone in check.
5: <laughs> yeah. For
6: sure. Um, not just all four riders, but, uh, all 30, I guess you could say sons that I have. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, a uh, it's, uh, I, I run around a lot, um, for sure. And then uh, during the races, I'm, you know, taking notes, doing stuff, interviews throughout the day, Friday, Saturday, um, and then obviously podium stuff. then I write the press releases, you know, after the, get the quotes and finish that usually Saturday, Saturday night. So I try and finish it. So I'm not doing it all Sunday um, so we can get out on Monday. But yeah, race, race ends for me or for everyone else, but it doesn't end for me come Saturday night. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I kind of. Do a little
2: bit of everything, if you will. Yeah, it's, I don't think it, people realize, like, they see sometimes the yourself or in the past, Mandy or Vanessa, who's Kosaki, yeah. like, bring up and hand a water bottle or whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah. yeah. what's what her job, really? But, yeah, you guys are busy. And especially Honda, I think I told you this. Like, Mandy used to scare me um, <laughs> <Yeah>. because Honda <laughs> is so strict. And, like, yes. there's so many demands, especially for a guy like Kenny. Mm-hmm.
1: And everybody
2: yeah. wants an interview with him. But there's only limited time. There's sponsor obligations. There's team obligations, whatever. Like, is that the most stressful part of your job? Or is there something else that we don't even know about?
6: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's trying to find that balance. Um, You know, like you said, everyone wants to interview Kenny. Everyone wants to see him. They want, you know, autographs. Obviously, I came in during probably the craziest time ever (laughs) during COVID, right before the restart. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I literally got hired, I think the Thursday before we went racing in Utah and I left for a month and that was my uh, trial run. <laughs>
5: yeah. Yeah. Um,
6: but a lot of it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. I, you know, everyone wants everything. Everyone wants to interview, whether it's zoom in person, pictures, things like that. Um, and on race day, it's hard. Cause yes, it's, they have an obli- you know, they have, um, they're obligated to do a certain amount of interviews and things like that. But I'm also thinking on their side, they're also racing, they need to be focused, they can't be doing interviews all day long, they need to rest, they need to nap, they need to eat. Um, So it's definitely finding that balance of making fans happy, making media happy, photographers, things like that, Um, but also making sure that my guys are, you know, focused on the goal, which is winning.
5: Yeah, exactly.
6: It's just, you got to kind of, you got to take care of everyone. Um, So it's definitely, it is, it is stressful at times, but that's kind of how I work best is when I'm just on the go nonstop. And uh, (laughs) so it's, I'm, I'm used to it and it's good for me. It's good for them. And yeah, I just got to make sure everyone's taken care of. So,
2: yeah, I'm just going to put this out there. Kenny has never been on this podcast. Just, just put it out there. (laughs)
6: i'll shoot him a text and let him know yeah he's, he,
2: and he's gonna probably tell you what he told me a, a, a couple of years ago he's like yeah i don't really do podcasts uh <laughs> unless basically unless it's pulpit max because of the numbers and, and it's a it's a it's a bummer for me but i do get it
6: yeah it, it's hard and you know it's off season right now and like you were just saying you know with justin everyone's hungry right yeah What's the race? like it's next weekend everyone's hungry um i during the off season it's it's nice for, I'm actually just about as busy, if not busier in the off season, (laughs) Um, but it's nice for my guys to like just test and rest and be home with family. And I I was actually just FaceTiming Courtney and Kenny and Griffin were having Chipotle for dinner um, and uh, just to see them have that family time, be home, get that rest, you know, before we go into this, because it's going to be, it's going to be a crazy season. I will just say that. <laughs> yeah, I think
2: I think you're right.
6: It's gonna be it's gonna be a very interesting wild ride, and I'm 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 really excited. Um, my guys, they are all champions in my eyes for sure. Um, it's it's good that I'm always at the podium. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right.
5: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
6: um i i you know we're gonna continue doing that and we're definitely gonna take home some champions so um championships i should say but uh okay. yeah it's, i'm ready
2: awesome
6: yeah
0: okay so the the dynamic of the honda team is is one of the most interesting ones to me because you have ken Roxon who is super established probably like the guy probably gets the most ratings for the show that that any other writer does while also at the same time you have chase up and coming he's becoming that next guy i just kind of wanted to know how you approached kind of building chase's brand while at the same time not taking anything away from kenny
6: yes so that was definitely um this whole year you know especially adding the 250 guys with the 450s it all goes back to like i said earlier with even this balance um Mm -hmm. chase is up and coming. He's, I mean, he's proved himself. He's made his mark. Um, he's going <laughs> to be a yeah, force. I agree. <laughs> he does not like to lose. He only wants to win. Second place doesn't matter to him. It needs to be first. Um, and I think now that he's finally figured out, you know, what he likes, settings, things like that. Um, he's definitely matured a lot this year. Um, from when he started to now, I just a completely different person. Um, it it is. It's it's kind of you have to. I you have to balance both of them. So Kenny is Kenny, but Chase he needs to get his light too. He needs to get his interviews. He needs to get that focus. It's not. It's not just about one rider. It's a team. Um, so I try and kind of remind the guys that. But, <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah.
6: You know, it's we're a team, and they. I mean, Kenny and Chase, they have gotten really close during the offseason, especially. So it's going to be really exciting to watch them race together again uh, come next weekend. But, yeah, even just interviews, whatever it is, you just have to – everyone has to just play an equal game, you know. So mm-hmm. I just – I try to make sure that Chase gets just about as attention as Kenny. Um, it's not one or the other. It's not one's better than the other. Their teammates. They're both riders for Team Honda HRC and – you know, my job is to make sure that they're taken care of equally. So, All right.
2: Let me ask you this. So again, you, like we talked about you kind of helping set those schedules. Yeah. So the first time that I met Mandy, who was your, your predecessor was Correct. 2018 Houston Supercross. It was the opening round and I already, uh-huh. and Cole Seely was on the team at the time with Kenny yeah. and, and I already had a relationship with Cole okay. and, and that was my first Supercross as media so yes. I was out of my element. I had no idea what the <laughs> hell I was doing anyway. Uh, like I had a schedule. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. I'm going to talk to this guy. I'm going to talk to that guy. And, and I found out very quickly it doesn't work like that. Nope. But I, <laughs> I had texted Cole, you know, early in the week and said, hey, I want to do an interview with you at the track. Yeah, just come by the truck. Well, that didn't go very well when I stepped over the banners. And Manny's like, who the hell are you? You know, what are you doing? Uh, and I was like, well, I have something set up with Cole. She said, well, Cole's got other stuff to do. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, wow. Uh, that's why I said she was actually very nice, but she was just, she was all business. You know, she did her job. That's yeah, why yeah. I say, that's why I say she scared me. She really did. And she was super awesome. But, but do you have media guys or do you have issues with that where like people kind of go over your head? You know, like I have a relationship with Chase so I yep. could easily set something up with him. But does that ever cause a problem for you?
6: Um, It doesn't. I've, I've made a point to make really good relationships with media. Yeah. Um, so I definitely get the respect that I wanted from the beginning. Um, so everyone's been very good about coming through me as opposed to texting, you know, the writers. Because it does get annoying for the writers too. You know, they're like, go through Kayla or, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, so, and especially if I have things lined up for the guys and then, like you said, someone else texts him. he's like, Oh sure. It's like, no, 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 you have a whole <laughs> schedule. Like you can't do that right now. Like, So they're not too bad about that. The writers, you know, if they have relationships with people, that's fine. As long as we're on the same page, um, and, you know, I kind of know what's going on. Like Kenny, I mean, the other guys I pretty much handle a lot um, or I'm, you know, in close contact with their agents and things like that. So I know what's going on. Um, if Kenny has a relationship with someone. Yeah, I don't. He doesn't need to let me know every single thing he's doing. You know, um, if it's just a one off or, you know, whatever it is. But Courtney always will email me. Oh, hey, FYI, like he's on the Pulp Show tonight. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Because. You know, I also, you know, I have to keep track of that stuff because I also do, you know, monthly coverage reports for Honda for the higher up so they can see what's going on. Um, So, you know, I have to keep track and I have to know what's going on, especially during race season, you know, on a race weekend. Yeah. Just like I got to know what's going on. I got to make sure that I'm scheduling everyone, you know, everyone's I I run a tight ship.
2: (laughs) That's good. I think I think Honda (laughs) demands that
6: yes and it's just you have to be organized you have to just you have to be on it 24 7 so it's a, it, i haven't really run into any issues to be honest and cool. it was it was hard with covid um you still want to get people those interviews but there were so many restrictions with that and with honda you know it's hard you are watched very closely
5: yeah <laughs> yeah
6: um so when it was coming to, you know, COVID rules and things like that or masks, like, yeah, I mean, all I think, honestly, since 2020, we've been the team that's the strict one. And that's just because that's what we got to do. We are the ones that are wearing our masks 24-7. We're the ones that, you know, can't post certain pictures. Um, so it's just just got to be on it.
2: Yeah, that, it's, it's not easy, but you do a good job of it from what I've seen so far.
6: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: All right. So we had one of our listeners ask a question and they wanted to know, is this your first job in Moto? Did you come from a similar field of or job? And then how, like, kind of, how did you get to here?
6: Yeah. So it's interesting enough. So I did not, I was not born and raised in the Moto industry at all. <laughs> uh, I actually came from fashion industry. So I was more on the merchandising side. So more business, PR, branding, marketing basically everything i do now but it was more events and i guess models as opposed to writers you should say (laughs) um so i was in the fashion industry for about 10 years and through that um, one of my good friends from college actually um david solomon he was working at alias mx when it was still around oh yeah Uh, yep so he reached out one day and was like hey are you like stoked where you're at right now and i was like "Nah, not really he's like well (laughs) come, come work here and i was like let's do it. So I started working there with him and Bruce Murata, the Grondels, you know. Um, so that's kind of where I started in the moto industry, I guess you could say. Um, and then once that kind of, I guess, fell through for a little bit, <laughs> um, found myself at Answer Racing um, up here in Irvine, California. So from there, I was doing kind of rider support stuff Ended up becoming the athlete manager for answer racing. So I handled all the amateurs and the pro guys. Um, and COVID ended that unfortunately, (laughs) um, but it's, it's not unfortunate. Um, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, Mandy leaving when she did was right when everyone was let go from answer. Um, and Paul Parabinos at Renthal, he reached out to me right when she sent her email and, was like you. This, you need to go here now. Like email them. So I did, and here I am, and I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> oh, yeah, Paul, Paul's
2: the man. <laughs> yeah, I love Parabinos. Were I were you at the answer party at A1 in nineteen?
6: Night. Yes, I was. Yes, I was.
2: So I was there with Kiefer. I knew yep. when I saw you at the next time I saw you was WW Ranch. Yep. I knew you looked familiar but I couldn't place it. Now it all makes sense cuz Kiefer took yeah. me. Yeah, okay. Old old Kiefer. What about Kiefer? He's uh, a good old Kiefer. I love him. Yeah, we're not going to talk about him. He's cut... <laughs> You know, you know he's uh he's making me cut my hair off. My ponytail's going bye-bye.
0: Well, hey. Okay, give You're her not... the other half I... of that.
2: Oh yeah, I am get, I am getting a free bike out of the deal.
6: <laughs> I mean, there you go.
2: <laughs> but I'm cutting but that like my ponytail is part of who uh, it's going to be tough. Minneapolis though. Minneapolis, we're doing a live pulp show, and they're cutting Kiefer's cutting it off live. It's gonna, it's gonna break. I'm my- to watch
6: that! I'm just gonna. It's gonna be. I, I you might cry.
2: Oh yeah, I might. I think- You're right. Like my 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 fiance, I was like, hey, you you know, I let her pick one race a year to go to with me. Uh, yep. And I, I was like, I mentioned Minneapolis. She said, I'm not going to that one. No. Yeah. Because she's
6: want to go. to.
2: <laughs> she is mad. She is not happy. But uh, it's, it's going bye bye.
0: Anyway. Uh, you
2: had something else, yes, Scotty. Sorry. I,
0: okay, so you you know you you mentioned in that last question that you were not anywhere into motocross at all. So most of us, most of us that talk about the show and do these podcasts, and most of the people that we have on this show, we're all either riders or racers or mechanics, yep. and we're super tied to the sport. And it's hard for us to look at it any other way because we're so attached to it. And I just yep. kind of wanted to hear your perspective on, on what you see when you go to a motocross race and then kind of how how your experience has been and just kind of what your perspective is on the whole sport.
6: Yeah, and so it's funny because, like I said, obviously I didn't grow up in the moto industry. Um, but once I was in it, I was like, yeah, I should have been involved in this industry a long time ago. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, that's like, cool. It's very much me, the people. The, it's a whole different community. Um, you know, it, it's a... Big but small industry. Um, and everyone is really like family. It's just, you, it, that's what it is. And that's what I love about it. Um, I think kind of starting on the amateur side of things and really like building those relationships through, you know, people I was working with and things like that. That's where I just, my love kind of started with the sport, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, do I ride every weekend?
5: Nope. <laughs> do I want a
6: bike? Nope. But this is this is my industry. I'm in it, and it's. I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it at all. Um, you know, I go to the races, and it's just like I'm just I'm ready to get back to the races. Let's just say that.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, you <laughs> fit right in. I mean, no doubt.
6: It's <laughs> is, is the time. It was. It was funny. Uh, my friends make fun of me because they're just like, you're like this. You are like in this whole different industry, like you know, from like years ago, and but this is like your life, and you love it. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, cause these people are like, everyone's amazing
2: in our industry. Like, am I wrong? No, I love, I love hearing that from somebody like you that like Scotty said, it came from outside because yeah. I've really only been quote unquote industry for about four years, maybe five years yeah. since we started this podcast and it started growing yeah. and I'm blown away how cool and nice everybody is that mm-hmm. used to be like the, my idols or whatever. Yeah. And, and how they've taken me in and accepted what we're doing. And, yep. but having you say that coming from outside the sport completely really oh. just proves it.
6: Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's a whole, people want to, oh, NBA, NFL, things like that. I'm like, there is no other sports industry that's like this. I agree. It's, there's none, there's nothing like it. Um, You know, everyone Everyone loves a sport. Everyone is there for each other, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 exciting. It's fun. It's it's you know, it kind of just gets you going. You're you're just always having fun. You're always, yeah. I mean, obviously, work is work, but if you're working and still having fun, then hey,
0: there's yeah,
6: what it is.
2: You can't beat that. You're right.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, because for the reason I brought that up, because for us, it's almost like an addiction. Like we like. We have to have more of it. So I just, you know, I thought that was an yeah. interesting way to look at it. But yeah. uh, so, you know, I I had a, a little bit of a marketing background, too. So I just kind of was interested, you know, when I think of marketing, obviously demographics in, is is one of the biggest things you look at. And I yeah. just kind of wanted to know in between the manufacturers, maybe some of the dim, the different demographics that they kind of, is is our sport big enough to be separated? It's like, is there a certain kind of rider that Honda targets is in and, and do you kind of have any involvement with that
6: So when it comes to like you know choosing who's on our team no that's that's way above my my head um <laughs> but, you know that's that's not my choice I'm yeah. not the one to, I'm not the one signing those contracts <laughs> paying them <laughs> um but with Honda I mean I mean you just look at the you look at the company you look at the corporation you look at the brand it's not only is it about you know, personality and the person, but I mean, obviously it's about, we want champions, you know, and uh, we've gotten very blessed, I think with, especially our team now. Um, And I think that's because of people like Eric Kehoe and, you know, Brandon Wilson making those decisions on who should ride for Honda. And you, we, we don't need a team of 10 people, not to say anything about anyone else, but (laughs) we, we just, we want to have, the, the star team we want to have the team that's has champions and that's honestly what we have right now hunter jet chase kenny i mean it's 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 incredible to look at honestly yeah
2: just, yeah definitely it, and honda's always been known for that honestly i mean that's they, yeah. they have a rich history uh yeah. we we don't have a lot of time left with you and i've got a few rapid fire questions i want to get into yeah uh, for sure yeah i do want to say you mentioned working with models and fashion in the past if yeah. you guys don't know who Kayla is, and I think her Instagram may be private for a reason. I think it's private. But Kayla used to be, uh, Scotty, like a professional bikini model, I believe, right? Like you did competitions, <laughs> right?
6: Yeah. Yeah, I did. I uh, I very much love the gym, as you could say. Um, yeah. I, this job, unfortunately, I don't get to work out as much as I used to. Um, but, yeah, I used to compete, and it was – that's probably. I mean, when these riders, when they're eating their meals and they're training, I'm like, I get it. The mental part, the physical part, I've been there. You know, it's a, it's a lot of freaking work. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's that's what I want to get to. Is like you, you understand competing at a top level. Like you're not oblivious to what's going on.
6: No, not at all. And and that's what like. It, on race day and things like when it comes to our ch- a championship and things like that, it's so funny. Cause I literally like, like I said earlier, when I'm watching a race, I don't think I breathe. Like I really don't. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that's tough to watching, international. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and like watching my guys and you know, I'm watching, but I'm also taking notes because I have to write the press release, the race report. I, you know, little things like that. And in our press releases, I add like certain notes. So whether it's things that happened during the race or things that happened that race weekend, um, you know, you kind of have to, I'm paying attention to the race. Cause I absolutely have to, but I'm also just like biting my lips off because.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> I, well, I think that's great. That really shows how passionate and how much you care about the, your riders. So I think I that's do. super important. All right. I want to do a few rapid fire type questions just to get to All know right. you a little bit. Um, all right, let's see here. I'm looking at my notes. I don't want, I want I might have to cut a couple out. Uh, let's see here. Favorite movie of all time. Ooh, Home Alone 2. Really? That's not even yes. the best Home Alone. <laughs> yes it is. I'm from upstate New York, so. Oh, okay. That's funny. I just I was just a- asking Justin Cooper about that cuz I really want I've never been to New York City and I really want to go.
6: Yeah, you should. No, I I love the city. I will say like I said I'm from upstate New York, so it's more uh, small towns, cornfields, yeah. churches. Um, but the city is definitely fine. You should absolutely go. Maybe not during COVID time. Yeah, but.
2: right, right. <laughs> wow, Home Alone 2. Okay. Mm-hmm. Favorite music, favorite uh, band, group, artist? Favorite music, classic rock. Okay, do you have a Fans? favorite? We're, we're, we're uh, on board we're right now. Yeah, yeah we're good. We, 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 you, we, I just ignored the Home Alone 2. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite band then?
6: <laughs> I'm a big fan of classic rock. I'm a big fan of Tom Petty. Um yes. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm a. It depends on my mood. I definitely love all music for sure. Yeah. But my number, like, if I'm my go-to is usually classic rock.
0: Oh, I love it. I oh, think I, I think Tom Petty's B-sides are probably one of the most underrated B-sides that there that, yeah. that exist.
6: He's, he's amazing. I, and some when people are like Tom Petty, and I'm like, uh, yes, Tom Petty. <laughs>
0: no matter what mood you're in, he's got you. Like he's one of my yeah. all-time favorites.
2: Oh, I just uh, got I just got a text from my other co-host who's actually out working right now. And he said to tell you thanks. His name is TJ Smith. He's Doc Smith's dad. Hi, TJ. Yeah. So TJ is our co-host. He's normally in here, but he's he's out working on the oil field, making that money right now. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's cool. And just what you just said, Scotty. Like I recently got back into ZZ Top, but all okay. all the non-popular songs. Like I've been yeah. buying vinyl, like. I'm obsessed with vinyl right now. Yeah, yes. and the first four ZZ Top albums, like that yeah. they never play yes. anything on the radio, are yeah. so freaking good.
0: There's one that one. me and my buddies found. I need you tonight. That song. Yes. 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 So good. Yeah. Sorry, well, Hannah, I go.
6: That's The thing it's like, you have to like you have to pick out your own music to listen to. Like, I have Sirius XM and all that. Stuff. It's the same stuff though. And like, music these days is not the same. Like, it's awful. Yeah. I literally like like change. It. I'm like, I don't even need the radio because I just need to search for what I want to listen to because you <laughs> just
2: they play all the same stuff and it's right. Yeah, I, I do things that I, I didn't know this was considered like outdated, but I use my iPod. I'd have, I don't know, 8,000 songs on my iPod. I never uh-huh. listen to the radio. If I'm in a truck that doesn't have a way for me to listen to the iPod, I just don't listen to music. I will not <laughs> listen to regular radio. You will just sit in silence. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to hear back in black again and legs yep. and Jeremy yep. spoke, you know, Jeremy spoken. I don't need to hear those songs ever again because I've heard them. Ten million, million. times.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I usually I will get in my car and it's like I don't know why I even pay for serious XM them because I just go right to Oh,
2: that's Apple. for Howard. <laughs> uh yeah. Howard's the only reason to have Sirius.
6: Yeah. Well, I mean, he's insane.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, couple more questions. Uh let's see. So favorite T V show. Do you have one?
6: Oof. I honestly don't watch much TV. Okay. Uh <laughs> Peter or my phone working
2: <laughs> right okay uh so, favorite yeah. rider not on honda
6: favorite rider not on honda
2: yeah that's, that's
0: yeah. messed up man
2: well, there should there could be a guy that maybe she's had talked to you know he's really nice and she's oh he's a nice guy I like him or you know i don't yeah. know somebody that w- there, that wore answer in the past
6: there yes that would be a for sure okay he's that's he's awesome um I really, uh, Dean, Dino, for sure. Um, Spooky.
2: Dino's, uh, great pick.
6: Yep. Um, Yeah, those are the ones that are off the top of my head. Okay. Uh,
2: yeah. All right. Favorite Lawrence Brother.
0: Now no. you really messed up.
2: <laughs> Robo, <Bravo>, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, hun- well, I'll tell you, Hunter's mine. I love Jet, but Hunter's my boy because we have similar tastes in music. The guy makes me laugh. So does Jet, I guess. But Hunter, Hunter's my Lawrence brother.
6: See, yeah, but if I say Hunter, then Jet's gonna really, really try and piss me off all season. So, except <laughs> Hunter might do the same. So I'm gonna say Tate.
2: Okay, nice. That's yeah. cool. that's perfect. That's awesome. Uh, last question: Is this your first ever podcast to be on? Yes, it is. All right. So clearly, we're your favorite podcast. Then, obviously. All right, well, Kayla, it has really been awesome talking to you. Uh, I I really enjoy talking to you at the uh, championship party and the few times we've had a chance to talk. You're just a very lovely person, very sweet, and fun to talk to, hang out with. So thank you for coming on.
6: Awesome. No, thank you, guys. It was awesome, and you know me. Come up and say hi whenever you see me. I'll uh, be there. I'll, I'll see you. In a,
2: I'll see you in about what eight days, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dark Darkside's right. taking me to my first one in Arizona, so I'm gonna yeah. be nervous. Yeah. I need. I need to. I need to start somewhere. I have somebody I know, so I'm gonna come say hi.
6: Yes, please do come on by. If you don't see me running around, ask someone where I met. I'll be there.
2: All <laughs> right, Kayla. Thank you so much. You have a good night, and we will talk to All you right. soon. You yeah, talk to you soon. See ya. All right, that was Kayla Mead. That was good, right? I the, I don't know how the listeners feel about those type of interviews. I I like doing stuff that's you don't hear. On. I
0: like it because okay, so from the from I know from the viewers, it may be a different perspective. When I'm sitting down writing my notes, now that I've been doing it for a while, when I'm doing it with writers and mechanics, this this the same kind of questions pop into my head. It's very very similar. Very you know. What are you working on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to branch out from that because you can you can word it to however you need to to get for that rider. But with when I sit down and write these questions for these guys or ladies that are in, involved in the sport in a different way, it it just gives me a lot more. To, to kind of ask about. And yeah. I love seeing the different perspectives. Like I said in, in that interview, we're all so attached. It's I like to see somebody's look on that, uh, from the outside. Well, so I, those interviews end up being my, some of my favorites. There's
2: so many people in, in, in the industry behind the scenes, like Kayla and Vanessa in the past. And I think Eddie, uh, Ale- I hope I'm saying his name right, Ale- Alea is the guy doing that for Kawasaki now. Uh, Shay Murphy, who does it for KTM. And and there's other positions too that we just never hear from that are uh, very, very involved in the day to day process of what's going on. And yeah, maybe it's not as exciting as talking to Ken Roxon or Eli Tomac, but I think it's pretty interesting. And and the fact that she was from outside the industry, that was a great question. Great 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 question. (laughs) Great question, (laughs) you know. A great question from you. The fact that she was completely from outside the industry to begin with. It's a totally different viewpoint. And she feels about the sport the same way we do. That legitimizes our feelings. That was cool. We're not just weirdos that are obsessed with some weird sport. It's really freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I I had a lot of fun. Uh, I want to also thank Fly Racing. Fly Racing has been developing and innovating its gear line since 1998. Fly Racing is the only choice if you want the best. Just ask current writers, Zach Osborne, RJ Hampshire, Damon Bradshaw, Justin Brayton, Carson Mumford, Bumford and many more. Check out your local dealerships and ask for Fly Racing, as well as the endless list of products offered by WPS. And I also want to thank X-Brand Goggles, which is one of the top pro- goggles for privateers like Cal Chisholm, Ben LeMay, and Ryan Brees, as well as many of the top GNCC guys like Craig Long. Uh, they cho- all choose X-Brand with multiple lines to choose from, such as X-Brand, E-K-S-S, Flat Flatout, and the all-new Lucid with the Wavelatch quick-release lens system you are sure to find a goggle for you at the price you won't that you won't be able to beat anywhere else. Hit me up, DarkSideMX3 at AOL.com for info or go to your local dealership and ask for X-Brand distributed by WPS. We're going to commercial break. Be right back with our boy DK. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, wait what What was that? It's the Supercross guy, voice. No, no, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, builds performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, higher rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional
1: commercial, dude. So, like, if you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at... or follow them on Instagram at williamsmotoworks that's williams underscore moto w-e-r-x or you can even email them at williamsmotoworks that's williamsmoto and then w-e-r-x at gmail.com okay that's better not
2: good but better Fly Racing is back on board with the Moto X-Pod show for 2021 what can we say that you don't already know In 2020, Fly revolutionized the helmet game with the Formula Helmet. For 2021, they brought us the Formula CC with the same Rion technology and a tri-weave composite shell at a fantastic price point. Fly Racing also released the new light pant with a boa in the front. Visit flyracing.com to see everything Fly Racing has to offer from the moto, street, BMX, water, and even mountain bike lines. Once you try Fly Racing, you'll see why riders like the 2020 motocross national champion Zach Osborne as well as blake baggett gold medalist connor fields and even the beast from the east damon bradshaw trust fly racing there simply is no better
1: what's up guys this is the Seven Juice trade out of intercom i'm here to tell you about a turbis usa for decades a has been the leader in motorcycle plastic accessories like full plastic kits frame guards chain sliders hand guards in 2020 they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kyle's Hockey, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbyUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorhead Pacho
2: All right, our third guest of the night, he is brought to you by Works Connection. Since the inception of Works Connection in 1989, Eric Phipps' goal has been to produce works-like products for the general public. where products like the industry standard pro-launch start device, the elite clutch perch, radiator braces, customized master cylinder covers, and much more, it's hard to imagine you not going to worksconnection.com so you, too, have what the pros use. Tonight, Works Connection, Connection As well as True Fusion Sports. True Fusion Sports was created. Uh, What's up? You interrupted my read, DK. (laughs) True Fusion Sports was created out of a necessity for products designed for recovery and performance at the highest level. Visit TrueFusionSports.com for info and use promo code MotoXPod10 to save. Tonight, Works Connection and True Fusion Sports brings us Derek Kelly. What up, dude?
7: You're the man really appreciate the shout outs.
2: Of course, man. Yeah, I appreciate you and you know, you got your own business and I think our listeners like to help support, you know, the the privateers and when you guys and, and like the Waysman brothers with our jerky, it's it's awesome to support and the products kick butt, man. They work. I mean, I don't work out enough to really get sore, but I still use your stuff.
7: You're the man. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you.
2: Well, all right, man. You are ra- we talked about this before on you're on the AEO Power Sports KTM Racing Team. How has preseason gone? We're eight days away from the start of the season. Um, yeah, I don't know exactly if you know what your schedule is, but how have things been going?
7: Oh man it's it's been going honestly the best it, it ever has. I mean, the the training, the bike, everything is just just as as good as I can ask for. I mean, we're we're really really on point and and uh, couldn't ask for more. So. It's, yeah, you uh, Are
2: you feeling better than you ever have? Is that what we're going to get?
7: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know how they say <laughs> I'm, I'm flying at the test track. Of course.
2: <laughs> That's a good thing, man. I mean, but you really are, you're feeling comfortable. Everything's in, in line. Um, you know, everything yeah. that needs to be improved on is improved on.
7: For sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I really buckled down and, and looked at what my weaknesses were and, and we tried to work on those and I have a great team behind me and, great trainer great fit, fitness program and uh yeah i mean it, it couldn't be better good to hear man
0: yeah, okay yeah. so you know Darkside kind of mentioned a little bit i you know obviously you don't have to tell us which coast you're doing if you can or whatever we understand but i just kind of want to know what factors you considered in choosing a coast for like you know competition you know travel, uh, travel like what 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 do, you, what do you consider when you're trying to choose that
7: yeah i'm i'm doing last um the the team i'm riding for is a west coast based team and uh and i mean i'm local so i got four rounds in my backyard
2: yeah exactly
7: wasn't too much of a choice as far as that goes i mean even if i did have a choice i would still choose west coast
2: so how's the bike i mean um have you got it dialed in you've been i know you've been riding a lot i've been checking out your instagram is it pretty much where you want to be for race time or are there still a few more things you need to prepare for
7: Honestly, we, uh, we got it pretty much dialed in. I mean, there's always little things, but the, the team is based here locally. So it's the first time I've actually had more than one test day. And, uh, I mean, they, the suspension shop, I've been running their suspension for a couple of years now, but they really put a lot of focus in me this year. And they, they brought out the, the box fan a few times. Oh, nice. And, yeah. I mean, I'm in direct contact with with the owner of the place and the suspension guys, it's it, it's everything I could ask for. I mean, it's the closest I could get to a factory bike, or what I imagine a factory bike's like.
2: Yeah, ex- exactly. It's funny <laughs> as I imagine. That's yeah. I I could. I have no idea. I don't even know how to imagine that much power and perfection in a bike. Like I just go ride it the way it is. But uh, yeah. So has it made having a team like that that has that's helping you test more than one time a week or one time period or whatever does that like how much more confidence not only the on the physical side of riding but just mentally how much more confidence does that give you
7: oh it's it's night and day i mean you you can go and you can get a good setting and you can honestly even do one test day and you could feel pretty good but as the bike breaks in and as you ride it more and and whatnot, you you find little things, and and just having the the guys behind you to make changes and try different things, you really find out what you're actually looking for. Because before before this year, I kind of I got a bike, and I was like, all right, it's a little soft, a little stiff, or whatever. But I never got to work on how it performed in different areas and tried yeah. to tune it. You know, that's that's the main thing is you can get a good setting over the phone or with one day of testing, but to really Dialed it in dial it in. You need you need a team of people behind you. Exactly. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay, so I kinda I, I I kinda have something a different way to look at something. Okay. okay. So we've ever there's been other shows and stuff that have talked about adding like B mains or adding another race to the, the Supercross program, which we know probably won't happen. Regardless of that, let's just say it did happen. There was B mains. Right. Would would you rather it's, say money's not a factor. Money's the same because I don't want it to be a decision based on money. It Would mm. you ra- Would you rather go be second, first, second, third in the B main, or would you rather make the same amount of money getting like sixteenth, seventeenth in that main class?
7: Mm. If money's not a factor, then um, I honestly I would like to race against the best um, personally. Like I don't really care about being in the spotlight per se if i'm not racing the best so to say that i could go out there and oh i'll get second or third or whatever against b main whether that be people not making the night show or not making the main like that doesn't really mean to me so i'd rather just put my head down and try to be the best that i can be against the best in the world or best in the country and and try to like perform every year you know like i'm not doing this Obviously, it's not a very good financial plan to do this, but
5: <laughs>
7: <laughs> but um, if I'm doing this, my goal is to to try to be up there. Like, I want to get in the top ten in points this year at least, and then have some good top five finishes. Honestly, like that's where my
2: goals are. Yeah, those are. good. So, I think those are definitely goals that you can be you can achieve, and those are those are good goals. I like that
7: for sure. Yeah, How, that's my my viewpoint. I don't really want to race against. Like if I wanted to race against B mains or whatever, I'd probably go arena cross or something like that. Uh,
0: I, ca- yeah. I guess that kind of you know that kind of makes sense of why maybe they don't do it because you know everybody would. I guess that kind of answers the question. that's yeah. I figured that was a good way to look at it.
7: I, I yeah. do think. Yeah. I mean, it's always good to look at
2: different things. Yeah. But. They're, you know, Scotty, they're, they're going to change up the schedule a little bit this year, though. Just with those the
0: futures, the futures, yeah, yeah that'll be cool. Yeah,
2: that is
7: your B main, basically. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess
0: technically you're right. I guess, yeah, you know, I guess that is.
2: That'd be interesting to see how they do that with TV and everything. I'm.
7: That's probably what I'm gonna be up in the stands watching.
2: <laughs> no, come <laughs> on, man! You're not gonna be up in the stands. You got to be getting ready for your main events.
7: Yeah, maybe, but oh man, it's gonna be interesting to see that that go down. I'm kind of. Kind of worried about it, honestly. Like,
2: why? What What? What about it worries you? The the riders or just the time?
7: Just the safety, the riders' Yeah, safety. yeah. I mean, these kids are sending it. And like, like a lot of people know, it's super cross. It takes a few years, a year or two to get used to it before mm-hmm. you can really start twisting the throttle and just to go out there and start twisting the throttle. And it comes at you too fast, and little mistakes can turn into big mistakes real quick.
2: Yeah, I think there's a big difference in having a guy like Deegan or any of those kids go out to the test track and practice Supercross versus, right. all right, you're in a stadium. There's 30,000 people here cheering for you. Go be safe. Good luck. Yeah.
7: Exactly. Yeah, and the, the main thing I noticed when I went from like practicing Supercross to racing it is the tough blocks are right in there. Everything's so tight. and mm-hmm. When you get 22 men on the gate, it's – it gets hectic in the first few laps. You, it, it's insane. It's it's hard to even comprehend.
2: Yeah, I just I never thought of that. Like, there's not really tough blocks on test tracks, are there? Yeah, no. There's bailout room, especially when you're yeah, doing practice. Never considered that. Like, yeah. how much narrower that would make? Because, like, that makes a huge yeah, Scottie, difference. Like, I mean, right? We're way different level riding, but sometimes I go out a track and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this jump, but I'm going to jump off to the side. I have some runoff room. Right. Yeah, yeah, you- yeah. They narrow it down by. Uh, who knows? I mean, twenty feet you're, you're losing. You're losing all your option to bail yeah. off the track with that. Almost that's I never yeah. even considered Well,
0: And you that. can't even get a foot peg close, or else you're, yeah. like, you're done. No, that's
2: that's another thing I was going to say is it's not
7: even that the track is skinnied up that much. It's skinnied up like another six inches in between the tough blocks because if you get close, your your peg grabs it and it throws you over your over your head. That was my first Supercross race. Um, I was almost going to make the main, and I clipped the tough block. And it was like, dude, these things are, you're not used to them. And when you slide out a little bit or you get too close to them, they'll reach up and grab you.
2: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know I have, I, and I don't mean I've never considered tough blocks as an issue. Just I've never considered them for the rookies coming in. I, um, they've never even ra- raced, not only the, the fans and the lights mm-hmm. and all that, but the, the tough blocks are a whole other obstacle. Never just didn't think about it.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly the uh the the top 4 or 5 guys are the ones I'm not I'm not really worried about them it's the it's the 6 through 15 that's it's, that gets in front of all those people that scares the that scares the crap out of it's me it's our buddy our, our boy
2: doc I, you he, said that i didn't say our, that our uh, our our co-host son doc smith is uh he's going to be racing his first futures in, in the stadiums this year so we're we're, we're a little worried for the kid <laughs>
7: Well, you can all pray for safety, and they got the best medical crew yeah. you can ask for. I so. mean,
2: Doc is plenty talented, but it is a whole new world, so yeah.
7: It, it's uh, it's an eye-opener for sure. I mean, I, I was nervous coming in. I, I honestly thought the fans were kind of going to be a factor, but they they aren't necessarily that big of a factor when you get 20 other guys on the gate, and you're trying to survive a supercross race.
0: Yeah, I guess. kind of Kind of tunnel, tunnel vision yeah. a little bit. Yeah.
7: Honestly, practice is a little more nerve wracking than than the heat races, if you if you can believe it.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I guess it, that makes sense. It, it's it scares me watching practice, especially the first one. How like they're like basically trying to get a whole shot to a track that they have no idea what it does. Like that scares the crap out of me. Right? Like I, I I'm glad I'm
2: not a pro. Um, like as a kid, I'm like, yeah, I want to go pro one day, and now I'm like, I'm glad I didn't.
0: So uh, speaking, of, speaking of TJ, he wanted to know how long does it take you to get comfortable on Supercross after you've been on motocross f- for a whole season?
7: Uh, that's a good question. Um, I've only been doing it, this is my third year. So um, it's gotten better be- between the two years that I've done it. Like the first year, obviously, it took months for me to get ready. And then this, the next year, it took probably two, two, three weeks to get to the speed, and then this year it took about Think about three, three rides, three, four rides before you start start really feeling good. Um, it just it just becomes muscle memory at a, at the point like at a point and motorcross and supercross are way different, but then at the same time it's just riding a dirt bike. So once you get used to supercross, you can kind of
2: convert that over. It's not the is, same. Derek. Is there, it's not okay. just riding a dirt bike.
0: Is is there any similarity? Okay, so say you're at like the 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 racetrack all weekend, amateur racing stuff, whatever, and you're riding the you're riding the one ten around the pits. For Hours cool. and then you hop on the big bike and it feels like you're riding a freaking chopper because everything because it feels weird because you've gotten used to riding the little 110. Is, is it is it is it any is it kind of like kind of like that at all? It just it just feels weird and tight. That was a dumb question, Scott. Uh, it wasn't really a question, it was more of an analogy, but okay. An analogy that that
7: could be because of like supercross suspension and motocross suspension, it, it is a completely different feel, especially if you ever ridden the supercross suspension on a motocross track, you Thank- really. It rides a lot higher and it, yeah. it doesn't down. It like motocross suspension. It kind of glues you to the ground a little bit, and the sag sits a little lower, and the forks sit lower. So it is a completely different feel, but it doesn't necessarily take uh, an eternity to get back used to supercross or motocross. And another thing I learned going back and forth is you pick up techniques on motocross, and then when you go ride supercross, you carry those techniques over, and you kind of get faster riding supercross like one thing i picked up in the off season or in the outdoor season was roll speed and it carried over really good to to supercross well i'm excited man
2: it's it's almost time man so i can't wait uh i i look forward to you being a part of our you know probably check in with you a couple times a month and yeah it's gonna be fun man. before we let you go how's true fusion doing doing good
7: um as any business owner knows it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff and and when you're racing a supercross and trying to get ready for a supercross season you don't have a lot of time to to focus on that. So I've just been working on different stuff, logo changes, we ordered a a new order and just dealing with that stuff. But um I'm 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 really bad with social media so I'm trying to <laughs> trying to do a little bit of that and if you guys can go on the, the website and buy some cream or check out a massage gun that really helps
2: yeah true fusion sports it's true tru fusion sports dot yes. com i've got uh the rapid cooling cream hold right it, here hold it up, yeah. so if you guys are watching on youtube go get you some this stuff really helps out it's good stuff and there's the the i need to get one of those massage guns that's that could be uh helpful after a hard day of working like i said i'm not riding much but certainly i'm always sore derek i'm old and my body is shutting right. down
7: well, they're they're for everybody. I mean, the yeah. the massage they're they're perfect. I mean, your neck, your back. It's it's not just a not just for an athlete or somebody that's working out every day. It's it's everybody. My grandparents use it, both both my mom's side and my dad's side. I just shipped them a massage gun, and nice. they call after Christmas and they're like, "Dude, I love it." And it's, <laughs> it's
2: well, check out TrueFusionSports.com. Use promo code MotoXPod10 to save on a massage gun or any of the products offered Derek, man, I appreciate you coming on, dude. And we'll see you in a few days or a week or so.
7: Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
2: All right, buddy. Take care. We'll talk to you soon.
7: Yeah.
5: Yep.
2: All right. Thanks to Derek Kelly for coming on. We're going to get right into Jay Reynolds next up brought to you by torque. One racing torque. One racing is a Texas based company that is providing high quality, economical performance parts. Check out torque racing.com to see their complete line of products including the attack handlebar defy lock on grips and vengeance levers and many more check out torque one racing.com for all the info tonight torque one racing brings us Hoosier arena crosses Jay Reynolds. What's up, bud?
4: Hey, dark side. How are you doing, man?
2: I'm doing good, man. Uh, the series looks like it is just once again, elevating.
4: Yeah. That's the name of the game every year, right? Yeah. And, uh, just doing everything we can. Um, we've got a lot of people that are really, really excited about what's going on, including, uh, gosh, just jump right into it. I mean, since we've talked, I think uh, we got Jeff Emig and and um, Ralph. Uh, Ralph Shaheen. Um, yeah, just uh, big advocates for what we're doing. Wait till you hear the shows and see them. I mean, it is like Supercross all over, like old, like <laughs> right. whenever they were on there, they are, they hit, are hitting it out of the park.
2: Yeah. Well, those guys, I mean, I like, I don't know Jeff really at all, but Ralph is, I mean, he's a friend of mine. I, the guys, I love Ralph.
4: Yeah. They, they both just come in a hundred percent over and beyond and beyond above and beyond. Jeff's been awesome. He's been at, uh, been at our two of our shows already and, uh, jumping in on the riders meetings, talking to the, talking to the guys, um, to the amateurs and the pros. I mean, it's just, it's just so cool.
2: That's really cool that. Yeah. He's being involved. Yeah. That's, that's great.
4: Yeah. It's been, uh, yeah, it's been just like I said, completely, uh, completely over the top and, uh, love it. Love how, it. Just having a blast.
2: How has the reaction been to the, uh, the coverage, the, the TV coverage?
4: Well, the TV coverage doesn't. It's the reaction. It's interesting you say that. Um, the reaction to the upcoming TV coverage has been amazing, um, and it starts in January, the I, first the first so Sunday of January. I
2: thought I saw that one of them was already like maybe it was streamed. Nothing nope. was streamed.
4: Nothing was streamed.
2: Nope. And okay, nothing. I misunderstood. I guess I misunderstood one of the posts because I had I knew I hadn't watched it, but I swear that I had seen that one of them was already shown. Okay, I misunderstood. I apologize.
4: Yeah, no. It's uh it's it's all good. No, we we've, we've got uh not yet.
2: Okay, so not talk yet. about that cuz I know FS1 is involved. You've talked about it a little bit. That's coming up.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Now we um, and I'm trying to pull it. It's funny you mentioned that. I'm going if everybody wants to go look at what I'm looking at, yeah. I'm going I, I'm on uh I'm right here on uh on Facebook and um going right here to look at it. So the, the, the upcoming on, and on Instagram, who's your arena cross. Yeah. But, um, the crazy thing is we sent it to FS one. They saw it. We were only supposed to originally get in the month of January, uh, two original airings and then, and then no guaranteed re um, on each show. And they have us in there 30 times. Oh, wow. Yeah. The, the product's that good. It is absolutely that good. The first airing is on the 9th of January on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern time. And um, then we jump on FS2 on that same day at 4 p.m. And uh, like I said, all this is on Instagram on Hoosier Arena Cross. It's on our website at Hoosier Arena Cross. Then Monday we got prime time at 6 p.m., 6 p.m. on FS2 um tuesday thursday on fs2 at 6 p.m so all the bars everywhere in the whole united states are going to be showing all this right and you think about the, you think about the you know the different the the, the the buffalo wild wings and all the different places that have all that on all the time and it's going to be on 30 times <laughs> through this whole month
0: that's a good point yeah. i didn't think about that
4: Oh yeah, that's, that's bigger. Yeah. I think that they get more viewing out of that than they do actually of people just sitting down to watch it.
2: Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, definitely you, you go to those places and you see all the TVs on and it's going to, it's going to draw people's attention.
4: Yeah. That's the, that's the power of FS1 and FS2, because they're already pre-programmed into all of the, all of the sports bars, the chain sports bars that are throughout the entire United States.
0: Yeah, because I I work in the restaurant industry and like half the, like I'm a manager, so I set that kind of stuff up. And the people that are working the bar and stuff don't even realize that half that stuff's on. But it's, it's, that's a, you're right. Like that's all those corporate and stuff, Buffalo Wild Wings, that's your guaranteed views. That's awesome.
4: Yeah. So that, we're real excited about that. And that's going to just help. Think about that. You know, my mantra has always been helping the little guy, right? And that's because that's where we come from. And you think about all those all those pros that are in our. I mean, we've been having consistent twenty four, twenty five pros. They're all lined up on the heat races. If your name's on their helmet, there's a shot that that name, whatever that is, whatever CBD oil company, whatever, whatever the heck it is, <laughs> it's on there, right? Yeah. And 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 whatever, whatever, whoever's helping you out, man, I'm I'm telling you, you may be getting literally potential one point eight million viewers. Is what's on FS1, FS2, and then MAP whenever we re-air air on MAP. So, I mean, you just can't get that anywhere else. Right? Yeah.
0: So I, I got a, I got a little lost. So, is what airs in January? Is that race already happened and been yeah. filmed?
4: Correct. Yeah. It's okay, called tape. So, it's called tape to tape to post production. Right. Yes. Okay.
0: So the the so that kind of I just want to make sure before I ask this. So with we had kind of a listener question, uh, kind of on this as well. So with with that now being something that's aired, did you see an attendance raise in your in your entry fee entries and all of that attendance to watch it and everything? Did that go up?
4: The the uh,
0: so, so now now yes. that it's going the, to be the on answer,
4: TV, the, the general overall question the answer to your question is yes, everything's been up.
2: Okay. Good. Yeah, how's how's the response been from the writers? I mean, you know, you have a lot of regulars, but you've had some new guys this year. Well, even the, even
4: the regulars, you take the, you take the Jeff Crutcher team, right? Yeah. And, and you look at the professionalism that he's, I mean, you talk about a guy who's done it right. He took and got two riders, two good quality, two good quality riders that are consistently in the main events and, um, and then plus himself and they have the most professional look in the pits. And then he went out and monetized that by talking to two sponsors and he's talking to him about how many times that he's going to be on, you know, how many times he's going to be he's going to be seen on social media. How many times he's going to be able to be seen on TV. TV is just a part of it. And then you look at the and what he's setting up to do for the future. I mean, it's just you take a you take a he's got Dylan Cloyd and his other writer is I'm going I'm trying to uh, Drake Bailey, right? Consistent guys and himself. And, and so the regulars are, are going to see huge benefits if they play their cards, right. Right. Just huge benefits.
2: Yeah. It's, it's really, you know, I've said this every time we talk to you, I just love seeing how much it grows and improves every year and how much effort you put into it. Like you're not okay with it being just static. Like you, you work very hard to make sure that the writers, the fans, uh, and and the the sponsors get everything they need. It's not about yourself. It's about the, the event and the overall production.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No, we're Thank you very much. We're, uh, we, we very much so are, are this year we raised to that point, um, in pro purse alone, we put $500 a night into a, uh, into a really fun, uh, a dash for cash where the top seven riders go in, um, the top seven in timed in qualifying qualify for the dash for cash. They come in right out, right out of intermission and we put their names in a hat and then we draw for their starting position. And then they start in a staggered start, just like a red flag start. In super yeah.
2: Ooh, that's cool. <laughs> I like that. Something so different. you've
4: got guys that are seventh, Right that are starting in the front and it's a three or four lap sprint race and they're able, they're winning, you know, they're, they're taking home first place. If they can keep it, if they can ride a wide bike and, and, and keep everybody behind them. And, and for That's going to that, be some man, bar yeah, banging, yeah, man. That's it's, cool.
2: It's, it's awesome. I wanted to come to the Oklahoma round so bad. I got put on call and man, I was really frustrated, but I just, it was work you with know, my day job kind of, <laughs> Just they did what they did. Oh sure, sure.
4: Yeah, I... Well, it was awesome. Oklahoma was amazing. I think we were eight hundred. We've been right at eight hundred entries strong, and twenty anywhere from twenty five to thirty pros a weekend.
2: That's that's a oh lot. That's good entries, man. And the, and
4: they're and the, and those pros, I'm telling you, the top ten pros, top ten, maybe even eleven, are timing in within a half second of each other.
2: Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I can't wait for these these uh, the airings on FS1, FS2, MAV. That's I can't wait. Yeah, so
0: yeah. you you know you mentioned that like the these guys are are able to get better sponsors now because they're they're able to sell themselves as a, hey I'm going to get this much more seat time. Do you do you do you see that kind of growing into not then you know 23, 24 where you start seeing a lot more of more established guys coming over because they that platform exists now.
4: I think so. I think that's what you're, I think that's what you're going to see. Michael Lessie is coming this weekend. Council Bluffs. We've got some of the, uh, um, been talking to the guys over at, uh, Oh, um, the Phil Nicoletti's, the Jace Owens over at, uh, <laughs> club, um, club over at club. So the club guys that are kind of, that are just running, they're going to run East coast. They're all talking about coming over. I think, uh, Phil's definitely going to be at Kansas city. And so you've got these guys that are going to start coming over um, with the increased purse, with the increased exposure, um, and then whenever they see what's going on, I'm just telling you it's going to blow your mind whenever you see what's going on, on 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 FS1 on being able to get those productions the way they are.
2: Awesome.
0: Yeah, as soon as you said that, I thought of filled and a Dash for Cash, and that made me smile. That would be awesome. Oh, <laughs>
2: Uh he he would definitely not be
0: afraid just to clean people yeah, out. He was just quoted basically saying that he would land on somebody for 10 grand. Yeah, so yeah
2: yeah he <laughs> he uh he would uh do some throat slit gestures and yeah park some people <laughs> for sure Feel, it feels the best. But uh well Jay man, uh do you have anything else for us?
4: Oh just um we are one last thing We're at yeah. the 65s man. Uh two actually two. One Uh, the 65 class watch for the 65 open class on uh, we're the first ones to put amateur racing on on fs1 ever and so we've got highlights of the 65 open class on everyone uh coming up so that's pretty cool you get to see some amateur bar banging there and then um gosh if there's a company out there one of my biggest desires is to get the travel money up for these guys so as you know, last year we started the top ten. The top ten of our pros, they get a check just for coming through the gate. Oh, that's cool. That's I awesome. Think that's an indi- I think that's an industry first.
0: Yeah, I've never heard of that know. happening before. I'm, I'm so I'm so glad as a fan to you, see you gonna
2: go line up, Scotty. See, uh, you should. Uh, oh, I'm not a pro. <laughs> you could probably sign up as a pro. I couldn't. I'd be. The, I could
0: not sign up as a pro. Sign, yeah. I would. I yeah. would be, I would want and no the top way.
4: 10 in points. It's the top 10 in points. So our consistent yeah. riders that do that. That's not I me. want those guys. I want those guys. Okay. And like I said, if you're a spawn, if you're potentially a company out there that wants to see it, I'll put it all the money that you bring, I'll put it towards those. I'll put it towards those guys right now. They get a hundred dollars. That costs me a thousand dollars a weekend. It costs me $10,000 a year. That's coming out of, that's pretty much coming out of my pocket. Wow! I want to see it. I would like to see that up to. I'd like to see. I think we could really make some, a a move if that money could be up to four hundred dollars yeah. every weekend, because that would pay for hotel, travel. It'd pay for two nights of hotel, travel, and a uh, hundred bucks in gas and entry fees, and a guy and a and a guy's a guy that is tenth place in points can actually travel. And then he can then whatever he makes he makes. So if he can make money, if he can go get a sponsor, if he can get sponsor sponsor turns for him, you know, get get some sponsor money, right? And then your and then some prize money. A guy in tenth place. Think about what third and first can do now. So now you've got ten guys out there that we've been able to take out of the churning mill of of arena cross and the churning mill of motocross that just spits guys out for nothing. You know, after they're used up and it give them another place for them to land and continue for years to make money.
2: That's awesome, man. I, 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 Jay, I love what you do, man. I, I really do. I, I, I hope
4: well, help, help, dude, help me toot the torrent. Help me, help I, me, to, you know, just, just sing the mantra. Cause that's what we're doing yeah. in our, in our series. That's what it's about.
2: You're right, man. You're right. You're, you, and we do need to keep promoting it and pushing it. Cause it really is about the riders overall, and and it's it's just it's hard to beat, and it's good racing.
4: I mean, we got a we got a Pickens. His na- his last name is Pickens, and he's I think he's out of Georgia, and he decided to come, and he hasn't made a main of I think he made one main event, but he comes and he puts up his he's got a brand called Dirt Surfers, okay, okay, and and it's really cool, and and it's just a clothing brand that he made, right? And he asked me, can I come sell my merchandise? And I said, will it help you get to the races? And he goes, yeah. And so he comes and he sets up a booth and uh, a, bo- a booth in the pits and he sells X amount of merchandise. And he says, every time he's hit goal, he's coming up to me like on wow. Friday, he goes, Jay, I saw, I sold this many shirts. I've got, I've, I've got my entry I've got my, I'm like three shirts from my goal and I made enough to make my <laughs> entries and my gas. And I'm like, man, that's awesome. And so guys like that are finding creative ways to get to, to to live their dream as a pro and 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 be a consummate pro and look sharp and come to the line sharp as a mechanic comes in a in a collared shirt they look sharp they're doing the deal and they're making money and they're living the dream.
2: That's awesome, Jay. You're welcome on here anytime you want to come on. Let us know. And I, what I need to start doing. I mean, I know Supercross is about to kick off, but I got to I got to get in touch with you to get some of your top writers names and even some of your like the 65 kids that are doing well that are on tv i need to get some contacts and start getting those guys on here and
4: love it let them they would love themselves. it i'd love to get them the airtime yeah. absolutely I, our I, top three guys michael hicks isaiah clark and chase Marquier right now those are those are the and yeah. we're branding everybody as the outlaws we're the outlaw series yeah. And those are those are the arena cross outlaws, the top three right there. Man.
2: Awesome. I know Chase a little bit, but I'm going to text you tomorrow and try to get contacts for some of those guys, and we'll start, uh, you know, filing those guys through the show a little bit and, and getting to know them.
4: Super. I love it. You got John Barry, another guy who works every day of the week, and he's riding a Husqvarna two stroke and making mains, man. Wow, it's awesome. And he's on two, it. and he's on TV. With Jeff Emig going, watch for that guy on the 250, yeah. the black, the black Husqvarna, and it's, he's got good equipment. But it's you know he runs that two stroke, and you got Jeff Emig talking about him. And yeah. It's just
2: cool. Fro's got to love that. That's sick, dude. Okay, we're gonna get this done. I promise.
4: Okay, awesome guys. Thanks for letting me on, Scott and Darkside. We'll yes, talk sir. To you soon.
2: All right, Jay. Take care, buddy. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. All right, Jay Reynolds, who's your arena cross, man? I don't know if you're not fired up after some um, of these interviews. Yeah, I'm I'm you know.
0: so excited to see what what that does in 4 or 5 years cuz I I feel like they they almost did it. Ricky came out with the the road to a supercross thing. What yeah. was that like 2012-2013? Something like that, yeah. And and I was and it it blew my mind that that didn't keep going. Like, I love that there's an outlet for these guys to, it, there, there has to be, like, I know they're doing the Supercross Futures thing, but there has to be an outlet where these guys can do that more than just, you know, a couple of one-off races a year. So I, I think he's tapped into something that has a very, very high ceiling, and I look forward to see where it goes.
2: Me too. Me too. I think it's going to be Awesome. I feel stupid that I didn't realize they, were, they weren't already being televised. Yeah, that I threw
0: swear. Me, that, well, it threw me off that they've already happened. I, I thought they were well, going to be live. It mean, used I'd, to
2: happen a lot. You know, I thought they were the next day on the first couple rounds for some reason. But uh, uh, clearly I was wrong, and I felt kind of like an idiot. But you know what? I'm not even going to cut that out. I'm going to leave it in. It is what it is. Uh, but anyway, I think uh, that's pretty much a wrap for this, this show. I, I want. Did you
0: want to go back to some of those things?
2: Yeah, let's let's do that real quick. Go ahead. What was your what were the top oh, okay.
0: while well, I'm looking at these so the first thing I want to say is we talked about this a little bit when we had Kayla on with the what the the you said you've been listening to the first couple of uh, albums of ZZ Top. Yes. Well, okay. Give me I need a, I need to we recently me and my buddies we're all we listen to classic rock mostly a lot of hair metals. stuff, yeah. especially when we're hanging out in the back porch. We watch Cowboys games with the speaker in the background and we like we, like, match the flow of this song to the energy. I don't know. We, okay. So we're like that. So we— we, we Kind of like s-
2: when people put on Dark Side of the Moon with The Wizard of Oz. Yeah,
0: kind of like that. So we, that's kind of what we do when we watch Cowboys games. Yeah. And uh, God, I hope they
2: lose the first round.
0: God, I hope we meet you in the, in the playoffs. We're out, I think. I don't, I don't think th- so. Uh,
2: I didn't think that— I thought they go- lost again, so I no, you can done.
0: still go in, though. You're out right now, but you can oh. get back in. Okay. But anyways, so—, so I'm following it right now. So uh, I Need You Tonight recently became a new one, and I was like— where in oh how have I not heard this song? Like that song was yeah. so badass. And I, I was wondering if you had any more, any any more like that that kind of hit you like that.
2: Uh really not so much. That that band in particular, the, the album that really caught my attention is called Um Red Dirt. That's not right. Uh What's the river down in San Antonio?
0: Oh we had you asked me yeah. the Guadalupe?
2: That's not right either then. It's something mud, like some river mud. Maybe it, it's not Guadalupe. it's not right. I, I, I'll show. I have it in there. But like that album, and then I bought um, Como, huh? The Como, Como River. No, that was, no, that's people. A- I don't care about any of this. So okay, <laughs> I bought four this ZZ Top albums on vinyl, and that was one I bought Fandango, which is kind of a live album. Yeah, uh, I'll show. The, but those were, like the 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 one that I'm thinking of that I can't think of the name right now. I, I like. I just listen to it over and over and over and over. It's so freaking good. Uh, I, I see you looking at YouTube. Okay, chat, yeah. What's, okay. Or, so, so
0: the the questions when you when you mentioned that earlier. Yeah. The um, MotoFiend wanted to know who your top five BMX riders were.
2: Man, if I'm being honest, I didn't follow BMX enough to have a top yeah. rider. I, oh, I couldn't. I couldn't do that honestly. Morgan Wade. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it? whoever asked that are they talking yeah racing, racing or, or freestyle?
0: yeah that's, you just said BMX that's that's two like completely different things yeah
2: I don't I didn't follow it enough to give a fair answer right now I, I I'm following like watching um I am so blanking on everybody's names for the freestyle type guys or Park or whatever oh, god, what's the um, god dang I'm sorry the 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 Red Bull guy that helps out with uh, uh, motocross and supercross, uh, Jeremy Milot. Okay. There is a BMX rider named Jeremy Milot that rides for Monster, which is really weird. I love watching that guy ride on Instagram. Like he he posts stuff all the time,
0: like, like park or
2: yeah, park stuff. Yeah, I I love watching Jeremy Milot ride. Uh, as far as BMX, I guess the only guy I would really pick would be Connor Fields as far yeah. as racing, because uh, Connor's my boy. But um,
0: I I miss uh, I miss Fuel TV, man. Like. They would they would show, like, basically those home videos of BMX guys or skateboarder guys. I would watch that, like, especially when I was doing something around the house, I would put those on with just, like, the, the films of them riding street and stuff like that. Like, yeah. that, that was so cool, man. I mi- I miss stuff like that. Um. Uh, then TJ wanted to know if you were going to get to ride in Cali.
2: <laughs> I'm taking my gear, TJ, but I don't feel very good about it. My leg is still jacked up. Have we talked about that? No. We haven't had a show. So, last... I don't know if TJ knows. I think he does. Last Wednesday at work, I was working on where we were excavating a water line, and it, I was about four and a half feet deep, and the ditch caved in. The the wall caved in on me and pinned me against the water line. Like recently? Yeah, Wednesday of last oh, week. Oh, shit. So I'm limping right now. It's way better, but I thought I had fractured my leg. Like I was. It hit you that hard? Oh, it, it was about four or 500 pounds of dirt. Just boom. Dirt weighs something like 80 pounds per cubic foot. And it was probably seven or eight cubic feet. It was a huge wall of dirt, and it pinned me. And like I, I mean, they had to help dig me out. Thank God, I sat down on top of the waterline; otherwise, I would have went underwater. Um, so between that and I, I had my they nerve. They had to dig you out. They had to dig my leg out because it was pinned oh, under okay. like six hundred or five, four or five hundred pounds of dirt. Jesus, which it didn't take much to get my leg out. Thankfully, the way it fell, but I was pinned for a minute, and it it basically felt like I had fractured my leg. I, and it took a while. I had to go to the doctor and. They x-rayed and said I was it was a deep contusion but anyway I don't know what kind of shape I'm going to be in in two weeks basically Monday after next is when I'm supposed to ride it with Kiefer and TJ yeah but you know how it goes it, when you have a lamp I'm taking you... my gear I'm hoping but I also have the nerve issue I've had back and forth and my hands numb so we'll just have to see I'm, I'm gonna make an attempt for sure
0: um uh, Austin Nicholson said Rio Rio Grande Mud. That's it. it yeah, that's okay. the one. He said it has favorite, just got paid. Is on it.
2: That is probably my favorite ZZ Top. I'm gonna album. go.
0: I'm gonna listen to it on the way home.
2: Like I I have so many new vinyl. Right, I got some Tool on vinyl. Uh, Amber got me the new Iron Maiden Ooh. at Senjutsu on vinyl, which I already had it on CD. But she got me that on vinyl. That Red Dirt Mud. What do you call it? What Rio brought
0: Rio Grande. Rio Grande. I don't. But, I don't know why I couldn't think of that river. Yeah.
2: Anyway, that is probably my favorite piece of vinyl. That album is fantastic. I'm gonna listen to it on the way home. I'm it's so it good. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, anyway, I've, I've been pretty obsessed with vinyl, as I keep saying. Um.
0: Oh, what was I gonna say?
2: I don't know. Dang. Um. Hey, we'll we'll keep going on YouTube. But I, other than that, that's a wrap okay. for the show. Uh, as far as in post, I want to thank. A Cherby's USA, Race Tech, Fly Racing, X Brand Goggles, Works Connection, Torque One Racing, R Jerky, Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID, Shock Socks, Williams Motor Works, Extreme Colors, Blood Lubricants, Power Band Racing, True Fusion Sports. Uh, go if you can go to our Patreon.com and sign up. You guys can contribute to the show. Uh, there's guys that do five bucks a month. I literally just posted two pieces of audio I think last night that you guys can't hear unless you're a patron subscriber. Uh, the, all the recordings from Kyle Chisholm and from Jordan Smith, I think is the one I posted. Maybe it was Ryder Floyd. I posted some audio from the articles that I recently wrote for Racer X, but there's stuff in there that I didn't use. So, And it's kind of raw. It's not like a very structured, but it's just us talking about different things or some stories in there. Uh, Yeah, one of them was Ryder Floyd, like him talking about riding outdoor. No, maybe it was Jordan Smith. Hell, I don't know. I'm getting old. But either way, there's stuff. I'm trying to put some stuff on Patreon that isn't available anywhere else to give you guys stuff back. So it helps us out. If you guys do five bucks a month, probably not going to break your bank, but it goes a long way for us. It helps us out. So try to support us on patreon.com. I want to thank Justin Cooper, Kayla Mead, Derek Kelly, and Jay Reynolds. Other than that, guys, we are out of here. We'll be back uh, next week. See ya.